Good afternoon, everyone. We are live. Tuesday, April 5th. Got myself, Adam Martin, with my co-host here Monday, Tuesdays, Big Marcel. Marcel, man, you're excited. How's it going, buddy? Yeah, man, all good. Uh, yeah, looking forward to uh, previewing UFC 273, you know. Yeah. It's been some time we're previewing a show, right? Yes, uh, last last week we did a UFC event. So, yeah, looking forward to it, man. Yeah, the last two weeks were just uh, recaps and then, you know, talking about fight announcements and stuff like that. We got a card to break down, man. I'm excited to talk about this card. And it's a good card, too, I think. Yeah, I think it's a really good card. Um, I know you have some stuff that you want to mention as well. Maybe we can say it till the end or we can talk about it. Yeah, for sure. Week. Um, I just wanted to mention the PFL thing. I want an update on the story because we talked about this yesterday. I said I had heard – Marcel, I had heard on the weekend that these fights were pre-taped. Mm-hmm. That's what happened. ESPN yeah. has a story now, guys. PFL pre-taped the fights on March 25th. The results were known by someone. Someone leaked the results to someone, and all yeah. the betting lines went to like minus 4,000, Marcel. Mm-hmm. Now people are being investigated by the government in the United States because they were betting on these fights, knowing the results of them, which is you know something you, you're not supposed to do. But I also blame PFL on this man because they. Oh, were, sure. I thought they were advertising as a live event. Basically, they they were they pre-taped the fights, guys, which is just not supposed to happen. Someone <clears> knew the results, and all the fights were bet on. Now the people that bet on the fights are in trouble. Man, this is crazy. Marcel, give me your thoughts because I know just this dude just was uh, official. ESPN has a story. ESPN yeah. talk. Um, we both retweeted. It, I think um, I, it just sucks. It sucks, you know, because the thing is. I agree. You can bet with uh, pre-knowledge or whatever, you know. But on the other on the other side, it's also the fault of the PFL, you know. Yeah. Uh, you and one did it before as well, but at least one now when they do it, they say it's pre-recorded. You know what I said? Yeah. You know what I say? But this they said it was live. I think. Um, yeah, you you already already told me yesterday that the one that uh, you, you heard about this, but it's just stupid, you know. You can't do that, in my opinion. Now, for people, imagine you don't have much money and you hear about it. You're going to jump on it. You know, there are people jumping on this. You know, they are now in trouble. And I know if you do the, how do you say that? If you do the crime, you have to do the time or whatever. But, I mean, you should, as as an organization, as a professional organization who wants to compete with the best organization promotions in the world, you shouldn't do that, man, I think. You know, it's just stupid. And also... Those those were, I think, first pro fights for for all these guys, right? They were like pretty much all amateurs who came to the pros, yeah. first pro fights. So it was yeah. already weird that so that the, these lines were already weird. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, that so, we talked yeah. about last week. I was like, how did they even set the lines? Remember I said yeah. that? Yeah. I was like, how are they setting these lines when no one had any pro? And then we found these fights took place two weeks ago. Yeah. Okay, so let me just clear this up because I got a comment here. Not this card. The May card with Kayla Cooper Rory that they announced, not that one. We're talking about no, no. a card that happened on The Friday. Challenger Series. Yeah, the, the one with all the amateur fighters that were turning pro. This card was pre-recorded May 25th. And now, uh, April 5th, now there's you know the statement here. PFL has a statement here. The base. And Lauren Mack, he's their PR guy. He's actually a really good guy. I know him. Good dude. This is not his fault. He's just a PR guy. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, the, there's higher ups at PFL that knew about this. Um, they basically were advertising as a live event. I think that's what the controversy is because they're saying like the fighters in the building for tonight, the fighters <laughs> yeah. are in the office tonight. PFL's in trouble here too, you know. But at yeah. the end of the day, the people that bet on the fights are also in trouble, Marcel, because if you know the results, it basically if if a, if a game started, you see the line is still up. You we we know this. I mean, I've been I bet on a lot of offshore books throughout the years. If you if the, the let's say you're betting on a fight and they sold the lineup, the fight was like you know five minutes in. 
if you bet on the fight, you probably get kicked off of the of the show, you know, or out of the book. Excuse me. So it's one of those things. Like you got to be careful. I saw the rumor on the weekend, Marcel, and I was like, yeah. shit, don't even touch these. Not that I was going to bet on it anyways, but I saw people, you know, they're like, hey, I parlayed all the favorites. You might be in trouble now. It's not really your fault, right? But you know that that's what happened here. So messy story. We're gonna obviously hear both for a while. I just wanted to bring up the beginning, guys. The thing is, this news just broke. Go ahead, Marcel. The thing is, you know, you shouldn't put. I, I know it's their own fault for betting on it. You know, well, you shouldn't bring people in that position. You know, because you know there are people who maybe don't have enough money. Desperate. They hear about it. They're desperate. Yeah, and yeah. and they're gonna bet on it. You know, so they are now in trouble, and that's stupid. You know, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't happen. I agree. And uh, that. I really hate pre-recording shows, you know. Yep. Uh, Bellator did, did it as well of, uh, with the with the Israel show. Remember when they were on t- t- Thursday? Yes, and I they, remember uh, that. I don't like yeah. it either, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and I knew the results all because uh, I have a guy in Israel I have contacts with, and he he <laughs> sent me all the results to me, so I knew all the results. But it's just stupid, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. no, it's crazy. It's crazy. So, anyways, this is a <clears throat> ongoing story, guys. Um, we'll see what happens, but. And Glenn saying in Europe, they vote the bet. For sure, Glenn. This is, again, the United States. Uh, it could be different, Kane. I'm pretty sure it would be. But mm-hmm. in the United States, like, they're very strict about this stuff. So you, we'll see what happens. Rem- Go ahead. Do you remember when the Ultimate Fighter was on with um, the, uh, the, the season that Esparza was on? No, oh, the okay. season Esparza was on with Namayunas and all the, those girls. Yeah. And uh, there was one week, I think... Uh, was uh, had a Joe Clark against Phillies Herrick, but there was uh, a week with no show in between. And the, the stupid TV guide said uh, next or, or the week after is this fighting this girl after uh, Phillies Herrick beat had a Joe Clark. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, let me get some comments. We got some people in the <clears> chat. Yeah. Hi, Joe is here. Alex is here. Blood Money and Maybeth. What's up, guys? Great show. Man, appreciate that, buddy. I really do. Um, glad to have you here as well, man. <laughs> Doug's here. He says he's going to beat the fights. That's awesome, man. Have fun, dude. Yeah, Actually, fun, one of my man. buddies, he lives in Toronto. He's uh, he's going to Florida <laughs> to watch the fights, man. So that's awesome. Mark, my buddy Martin, not me. <laughs> his name's actually his first name is Martin. <laughs> it's just it's funny when we're hanging out, right? <laughs> I mean, um, what else we got here? Blake's asking a question. But it's a tough, tough spin recorded. It's it's recorded. Um, the result. Because here's the thing. That this here's the problem, guys. These guys sign confidentiality agreements, right? So that you get sued basically if, if you say the result. That's what happened. Like now they're gonna find out PFL is gonna be like who leaked the results, right? Because someone <laughs> did, and whoever that person is is gonna get their ass sued. I'll tell you that yeah, right now because if, you can't you can't do that. If say? they if they're gonna go after every single person that bit on it and they find yeah. out there was a fa- family connection between one yeah. of the two, it might be a problem. Like yeah. yeah, it could be, dude. It could be, like, it could be like the janitor or something. It could be the yeah. mailman, Marcel. Yeah. Some guy delivering the mail sent there watching the card and see the result. I don't know. <laughs> could be anyone. So we'll see what happens. It's like, like the mailman, like, oh, how did you do? You no, no. This it's uh, oh, you say you see him. It's like, oh, you're fighting next week. Good luck. No, no, I actually fought yeah. already. Oh, how? Yeah, it's uh, actually pre-recorded. Did you want? Yeah, I won. Okay, cool, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's crazy. Let me just get these last couple of comments. You got Andrew. What's going on, man? Doug says this second fight in Jacksonville. There was there when Usman beat Maswell. Man, that was a crazy knockout. It's almost a year ago. All right, let's get into the fights, guys. So we got UFC 273. I'm really looking forward to having this card with you, Marcel. Uh, just quickly, Marcel, like, your thoughts overall on the card. I always ask you that. I think this is a really good card. What are your overall thoughts? Yeah, I like it a lot, man. I think even uh, I think I tweeted yesterday that I think the first prelim is actually an absolute banger, you know? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, very good card. Very fun card. Looking forward to it. Me too, man. So let's get into the card, guys. We're going to start the breakdown now. First fight of the night, and I agree with Marcel. We talked about it yesterday. I alluded to it. I love this fight. Julio Arce taking on Daniel uh, Willie Cat Santos. I love this fight, Marcel. 
Um, minus 190 for Julio Arce, plus 165, Daniel Santos. Give me your thoughts on this fight. Yeah, so, you know, I'm a fan of both guys. You know, I think Julio Arce is a really underrated guy in the division. Didn't look great against Song Yodong last time out, you know, but uh, I think he's super solid. He, uh, he came back from featherweight to bantamweight because he was like, I'm too short for featherweight, actually. But he has some good fights over there, you know, and only close losses. Um, if you look at uh, Daniel Santos, Willie Cat, uh, teammate of uh, of uh, Charles Oliveira, right? Uh, has it fought for a long time, man. 2019 is a long time. Uh, wasn't brave, wasn't ACA. Really flashy guy. Uh, loves the spinning shit, you know, but it's also very technical on the ground, in my opinion. Um this is a difficult one, man, because I think the 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 I think uh, Santos is a slight underdog, but he has a good chance against uh, Julio Arce. I think at the same time, Arce, um, very experienced, has many fights in the octagon, uh, super solid, I think, but um, he, he he doesn't do very well if it if the competition goes up. Although Daniel Santos still has to prove himself in the UFC, so it's a difficult one, you know. I wouldn't bet on this one. To be really honest, I think it's really close. I slightly favor Julio Arce via decision, but don't be surprised if Willie Cat gets the win here because he's really good and he's UFC material as well. Both are, in my opinion. So, yeah, this is a great fight. I mean, I think it's going to be a stand up fight. Both guys can bang. Um, Arce obviously set a great fight for the UFC, uh, especially when he was at 145. You know, I'll talk about that in a second here, but yeah, he sets a good fights, man. And you know, the win over, like, Rosa looks really good now. You know, he's had Dan Ige win looks good, right? Like, he's he's had a solid career. But, you know, he's also 32. He's getting up there in age. And, and honestly, the last fight at 135, I mean, I don't know. Like, he, to me, like, the chin, the durability. I know it's Song Yudong. He's a great fighter. There's no doubt about it, right? And I liked him in that fight. But, you know, the, the fight, the odds were close on that one. And he doesn't gets knocked out. Um, no shame in using the Yudong. But, again, I am worried a little bit the guy's chin. He's been dropped a couple times on the UFC. And and I'm telling you right now, guys, I watched actually a lot of fights with Daniel Santos. I didn't really know who he was, Marcel. i got to be honest with you. I didn't know who he was, and I watched the fights on YouTube, a lot of them. I like the guy, man. I like this kid, Marcel. I'm going to tell you that right now. I like the guy and the fighter. And, you know, I think he has a really good chance to win this fight, guys. I really do. Um, I, I definitely think it's dog pass. This is 100% dog pass, yeah. in my opinion. Um. You know, it's I, I'm not like extremely confident because again, it's his UFC debut and the three year layoff, right? That's the that's the worry for me. I hate betting guys with layoffs, but at the same time, the guy's super talented, man. I watched a lot of his fights, guys. He has multiple spinning knockouts, two to the yes. to the body. They're both on YouTube and a spinning back up, which is also there. You can watch that fight. I watched like I think I watched like five or six of his fights. He also has good wrestling too. The one loss he has, he did get all wrestled in that fight by this Russian guy. But that guy is just a pure wrestler. Like, I think a guy like Arce is not a wrestler. So it's a stand-up fight, and you have a guy that has good knockout power um, and a younger guy as well. You know, he's born in 95. He's really young, Marcel, 27 years old, trains with Charles Oliveira and those guys. I like this kid. I'm going to take the dog, man, in the first fight, Marcel. I'm going to do it. I'm going to take Daniel Santos by knockout. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a risky one, obviously, with, you know, the debut on, on a layoff. But I like this kid. I really like what I saw. And, you know, Daniel Santos by knockout plus 550 out there. I mean, you know, it's not a bad point in my opinion. Also, so, go ahead. his opponent, he fought, are no cans. You know what I mean? He did. He didn't. I agree. In... They're actually decent, man. Some of the yeah. guys, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think he has. He's pretty good. Like you look at the guys he's fought. Like they're not bad at all. So, I the layoffs I wonder... weird, right? That's the only thing. If he had fought like last year, I don't think I'd have as much doubt. But you know, at the same time, he's only twenty-seven, Marcel. 
you think you would do like be you know getting better i guess anyways what are your, what are your thoughts i 100 agree with you that this dog or pass man this one i 100 agree yeah no for sure um it should be a good fight let me just get the comments guys uh i think say also dog man there we go Fight quality, so I'm surprised RCA going for Yudong top 20 time day being Friday. Yeah, that's and again, we talked about this, right? Like, I always wonder why did the matchmakers book this fight? And I think in this case, they're like, hey, you know, he's a guy's a veteran, he's almost a gatekeeper now. RCA, in a way, he's like a gatekeeper, and they're gonna be like, hey, this guy's a striker, he's got knockout power, can he knock him out? Because if this guy Santos goes and knocks him out, you have a new prospect at 135 or so, which is like the most stacked weight class in the sport right now. Yeah. Valerie, what's up? I haven't seen you in a long time in here. Fight doesn't go to decision. I like it too. I don't think this fight goes to the uh, decision, uh, deci- decision, um, or the distance. Um, what's the odds on that? Minus. Wow, it's plus money. You know what? That's a good bet. Plus one fifteen. I didn't even look at that yet. That is a good bet. I think actually, guys. I don't think this fight goes to distance, Marcel. Honestly, um, I think someone gets finished. You know, even Santos, if he loses, I think RC probably finishes him. Um, I think someone gets knocked out. So I think that's actually not bad either. But like I said, I'm leaning towards Santos get the win. Doug saying decision about for RSA possible, but I'm, I'm leaning towards, you know, Santos in this one. Um, here's off you can be rusty, you can be reinvented and vastly improved. Yeah, it's true. That's the, the layoffs, the, the only weird thing. Adam's background looks better than Marcel's. I agree. Marcel, you got to get something in the background. You're going to like, you're going to turn your computer around. You're going to have the Funko Pops behind you. Okay. That's what we're going to do next time. No, I'm kidding. Marcel will figure it out. There we go. Keep that. I like that. I think that's better. Honestly, I like it. All right. <laughs> oh, I like it, man. It looks good. You look good. You look sharp. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. This one's also an interesting fight. Uh, I'll say this too. Um, you know, there's a lot of favorites on this card, but this first bunch of fights are all like really close odds, and I think you're going to see probably like one or two upsets out of the first four or five fights. Um, the next fight is Pierre Rodriguez gets K Hansen in the women's strawweight division. K Hansen's dropping back down to 115. Odds for this one, guys: Pierre Rodriguez minus 125, K Hansen plus 105. Marcel. Give me your thoughts. Who are you taking here? We got uh, the contender series girl or the OnlyFans girl. Who do you like? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Pierre Rodriguez. She's a former LFA champion, right? She got the, immediately the chance to the contender series from the UFC. Had a great uh, win against yeah Tina Black. What's her? What's actually? I, I know that's her. Uh, that's her nickname. What's her? Let me go check. I can't remember her name, but that girl is a good striker. Like she's actually Velasca. not bad at all. And you know what? I think you'll see that girl in the UFC. Her name is. Uh, Valeska Machado, yeah. she actually just picked up another win in the regional scene. She's actually very good, I think, and she'll be in the UFC at some point. Yeah, I think so too. Um, it, she pr- probably should be getting another chance this year or getting a short notice opportunity. Yeah. Um, if you look at Kay, at Kay Hansen, man, she, did look, she didn't look good against Jessuda Vicious last time out. I got to give it to her, the Corey McKenna fight. I think she won that one. But I don't feel like she, maybe I'm wrong, I don't feel like she's really into the fighting anymore. She's more into like photo shoots and that kind of stuff, man. And I think she makes some good money out of it. So um, I feel like I'm going with Pierre Rodriguez here, man. I, I don't know if she finishes her, but if she gets, if she fights as nasty as she fought against Valeska Machado, she probably maybe will, man. So um, yeah, I'm going with Pierre Rodriguez here. I, I'm going with a unanimous decision. Not, not I like finish. her. I like her too. I like her too, Marcel. And a lot of people on K Hansen here, and, and you know, quite frankly, some people that I really respect their betting, and they like Hansen. I'm just like I don't see it at all. Um, I think Rodriguez is really good. Like honestly, I think she's a good. She hasn't lost yet. Um, I thought she looked good in the contender series again. She fought a really tough girl and won the fight. And what what I liked about it, she came on really strong in that third round. She ended up in mount position in like the last ten seconds of the fight, pounding the girl's face in. So she's got strong cardio. The fight in LFA, Marcel, 
was a back and forth fight, but fifth round, storms under the gate, knocks the girl ground and pound. It was actually very impressive. Um, you know, she's young in her career, right? She's she's 29 years old, but only seven fights. I think she's going to keep improving. You'll see a better version of her. I, I like what I've seen. Now, you know, Kay, listen, she, I'll give her this. She has fought some really good fighters in her career. You know, sure. we'll give her that because she fought Aaron Blanchard in her fifth fight, you know, in in uh, in Invicta. Um, and she's fought some decent fighters in the UFC, like Jin Frey. But the last two fights, I, I mean, the McKenna fight, honestly, she could have won that fight, Marcel. Let's be fair to her. But the Jasmine fight was just, we both picked Jasmine in that fight. And it's just, the size was a, a factor. But watching the fight, it was just such a bad performance. Like, she's just trying to push her against the fence and, and pull her down and stuff like that. Like, that's that's what she does now. She just tries to pin you against the fence. Like, the striking's not there at all, um, in my opinion. Um, so how does she win this fight? She's just going to have to wrestle Pierre Rodriguez for three rounds, basically? I don't really see that happening, uh, to be honest with you, Marcel. I think Rodriguez is better on the feet. And, you know, I think she can probably hold her own in the wrestling department. So, you know, Kay's got a chance to submit her, I guess, if she gets a fight to the ground. But I don't see it. And, again, you know, she's 7-5, and five, guys. Like, she, she's, she's if she loses this one, 7-6. and six. Like, for a 22-year-old fighter, wow. You know, to be that, to have that record, I, I can't pick Kay Hansen. I have to go with Pierre Rodriguez. So I'll take her to win. Probably decision, Marcel, you know, like uh, like most women's strawweight fights go. Split decision, yeah. Rodriguez by TKO, maybe. Pierre in a close decision, yeah. She looked bad. Um, Rodriguez by decision, yep. Rodriguez fought nobody as apart from the last two. True. I mean, that's why I said Kay Hansen's fought better. I, I, I agree with that. But the style is just, like, I don't really, what's her style? Really, to push you against the fence, try to get a takedown? That's her style, right, at this point. And I just don't think it's going to work against this girl. This girl's very strong. I think she's going to keep the fight up. Um, let's see here. Kay hasn't fought. I agree. I mean, I think she's a good striker. Uh, yeah, man, I think she's a better striker. I mean, that's that's fair, though. I mean, listen, everyone's got their opinion about this fight. I don't want everyone to say they're all going to pick um, Rodriguez in the chat. You know, I want some people to say Hampton. Because if we're all picking the same guy, what's the point of doing it? Uh, or the girl, I should say, in this case. We have to, we're all going to have different opinions about these fights. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In this case, though, Marcel, I got to go with Rodriguez. So, first five opponents, five and four combined. Yeah, it's true. No, I know. What fight doesn't go? What fight goes the distance? Take a look at that. <clears throat> Minus one eighty-five. Yeah, I mean that could be it, but I, I don't know. I, I I'm gonna go with Rodriguez in this fight, Marcel, um, by decision. Like I said, what's same, that same. actually? Rodriguez by decision. Plus one sixty. Hmm. Something to think about. Anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Next one, this one's interesting. This was obviously a short notice fight. We got Anthony Hernandez against Josh Friend. Uh, Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight. We got the odds for this one. Hernandez, fluffy, minus 200, Friend, plus 170. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, man. I mean, Josh Friend, right, from uh, from the LFA. You know, he fought. I also fought at that, uh, that, F, this FAC, that FAC card, but I know him more from the LFA where we won against everybody except the title fight against Gregory Rodriguez. I think he's a, he's a pretty decent guy, you know. He's he's not he's not bad at all. Got a short notice fight against Anthony Fluffy Hernandez. And I'm happy, man. For, for a moment, I thought Fluffy was off the card when they announced Gaslam against uh, Drikas de Plessis. And uh, then we heard that uh, actually we could have had Anthony Hernandez against Drikas de Plessis on Saturday if we, if we look at it now, right? So, um, but still, good for Frampton. He gets a chance. Uh, Hernandez, I really like the dude, you know, but sometimes uh, you saw in the Rodolfo Vieira fight, he really, um, he had a better cardio, you know, and he uh, he took advantage of that and he submitted Rodolfo Vieira. I still don't know how that fight didn't get in the top three of best submissions from me last year from the UFC, but uh, hey, who am I? Um, I mean, 
I expect Hernandez to win, but I think it will be a tough fight. I'm going with a decision, not a finish, but uh, I'm taking Hernandez. This one's interesting. You know, I'll say that right now. This one, uh, you know, this one definitely is close, I think. You know, both guys are talented, man. I'll I'll give them both that. So we'll start with Hernandez. Like, the fight last year was crazy. Like, you know, he's a huge favorite. Who's underdog, excuse me, like plus 400 or whatever, comes out there and gets the win. But, you know, he was he was losing. And the way Vieira gassed is just, like, can you count on other fighters to gas that hard? I don't know. Uh-huh. You know, like, it was just really weird the way he gassed. Like, his body stiffened up. Like, and then you saw his last fight, he didn't gas at all. So, I don't know what happened that, that day, like a bad weight cut or something the day before. I don't know. But, Marcel, you know the way that, like, I actually watched it again this afternoon. Because um, I was, like, I'm still on the fence about this. Or I was on the fence. And I, have a, I have more of a pick now, I guess, after watching uh, some more fights again. But, you know, like the thing is, though, like honestly, like he's been inconsistent, Hernandez. But man, he yeah. has some really good wins on his resume. You know, Rodolfo's a good win, and then Park, it's a good win. So is Brandon Allen from the LFA, right? In the five round fight, so he has some good wins. You know, the losses though, the Perez fight it just makes me scratch my head, like how he got pretty much dominated by Marcus Perez, and then Holland obviously finishes him with, um, you know, needed the body really. It's what it, oh, it was. I, I just don't know how good he is because he doesn't fight that often, Marcel. He fights once a year. You know, for a young yeah. guy, it's kind of weird. He just doesn't fight like. So we haven't seen him in over a year. I'd imagine he's getting better. He's training a team off now. He's training with Max Griffin. That's his main training partner. I'd imagine he's getting better. But I just don't know until I see him in the cage. And I just don't know if I can count on, like, his opponent gassing out like that and him taking advantage of it again. That being said, I mean, the guy's really tough, never been knocked out, really good submissions as we've seen. You know, I just question the durability a little bit, you know. So as far as friend goes, I, I, I honestly feel like the same way a little bit. So – Josh Friend is, you know, a pretty good prospect. He's huge for the weight class, six foot four. He's very tall for this weight class. Um, you know, I watched a bunch of his fights. Uh, I watched, I think I watched like seven, maybe seven of his fights. So I'm looking at it now. The last fight in, in FAC, the one where he got signed, he was like getting pieced up by this dude, man. He really was in this fight, but ends up getting, uh, rocking the dude with a punch and then grabbing him down and throwing him to the ground and submitting. It was actually quite impressive the way he got the finish, but you know, getting touched up a lot. And then the Valente fight before, he got dropped in that fight. He won the decision, but, he, you know, he, again, got touched up. The fight before that against Greg Rodriguez, he got knocked out. Now, he does have, like, you know, some decent wins on his resume, like Travis Davis, Bruno Oliveira, you know. But I don't know. I, I watched the fight with Robert Gidrid. That's on YouTube as well. That was four years ago. So, again, he could he really probably could have improved, but got taken down and out-wrestled by that guy in that fight. You know what I mean? And now he's fighting Fluffy. He's a good grinder. It's tough, man. I think that, you know, I think the matchup is decent for Fluffy because I want to tell you why. Because Fram needs space to operate. He needs to be a distance to land his jab. He's got a great jab. I'll tell you that right now. Great jab. Fluffy pushes forward. He's moving forward constantly. So I just think, you know, Fluffy's going to be pressuring like crazy. So honestly, I was like on the fence. But now after doing a little bit more research this afternoon on both guys again, i got to go with Fluffy here. I'm not going to bet on this fight because I think Fram's got a chance here. But I was thinking about picking Fram, but I'm not going to do it now. I'm just going to go with Fluffy. Marcel, honestly, like after seeing this guy get rocked in multiple fights, I'll probably take Fluffy to to finish him like he did with Jordan Wright, you know, gets him against the fence and starts pounding him. But it could go to decision too. Um, it's it's just like it's it's a it's a, it's an interesting fight. I'll tell you that right now. It would not surprise you. It wouldn't surprise you if friend one, eh, Marcel? Not no. at all. I think it's yeah. a close fight. Yeah, I think it's I think it's close too. But I, again, you know, the other thing we mentioned, like short notice, we should say that it's like eight days notice right now. He he was training. To be fair, but you know, this is UFC. They do in short notice. Fluffy already has four fights in the UFC. Mm-hmm. That could be a huge advantage for him. So we'll see what happens. But I gotta go with Fluffy for the pick. So let's get the comments here. I don't think highly Fernandez. I think Friend's going to go out there and throw heat and knock him out. It's very possible, man. Very possible. Friend around one or Hernandez myself, probably. Yep. 
Surprised he burns that big of a threat. Yeah, that'd be huge. I mean, if he wins that fight, he gets a title shot, right? So, fluffy decision. Fluffy decision. He did knock out Jordan Wright. Yeah, he knocked him out, but the fight was overturned because he smoked weed, which is, like, so stupid. Like, he got marijuana suspension. It's beyond stupid. I didn't give him superpowers to knock out Jordan Wright. I'll tell you that right now. He just knocked him out. But, yeah, it's an interesting fight. Like I said, guys, I was really going back and forth in this one. And, I, honestly, when I woke up this morning, I was like, man, this is the one fight that I'm still, like, on offensive mode. And I'm just leaning towards friend because if I'm not on the fence and one guy is, you know, a huge dog, I, I almost have to take it. But, again, after looking at the fights again, considering the short notice – um, I just got to go with Hernandez. It's just interesting, though, because, again, you know, both guys – like, Hernandez had a different opponent, right? He's supposed to fight Duplessis. Now he gets a completely different opponent. So it's interesting. Um, it wouldn't surprise you if friend one. I'll just say that. All right, let's go to the next fight here, Marcel. Jared Vendera against Alexi Olnick. This fight, again, another short-nose fight for Jared Vendera. He uh, – right now the odds are close. Minus 110 each way, so it's a pick-up fight. Marcel, give me your thoughts on this one. I was really afraid the UFC was going to put that on the main card, to be honest. Um, yeah, what do you think about that fight? I don't know. Jared Vandera takes a fight on short notice, right? Because Latifi was supposed to fight Olenek again. Not happening. Um, the main thing is, is Vandera stupid enough to get an uh, Ezekiel choke from Alexei Olenek? And I don't think he will. But... Um, the thing is, Olenek's getting older is also not the, the old Olenek anymore. You know, he doesn't have a good, great chin anymore. And I, I think Vendara is going to try to test his chin, you know. Um, <sighs> this fight can be lost by stupidity by Vendara by submission, or Olenek loses via either TKO or via decision. The thing is, um, I'm not high on Vendara. I'm not that high on Olenek anymore. So uh, I'm taking Vendara via decision because I honestly also don't see him put, putting him Olenek away. But uh, yeah, decision. I hope we will see a finish in this one because this is going to be like painful to watch for 15 minutes, I think. But uh, I'm going with Vendara. It could be ugly. It could, it could end fast or it could be ugly. You know, I think yeah. that there's, that's the two ways it ends. I think either, you know, someone gets a finish in the first or it goes at the distance and it's just kind of a grinding fight. I mean, despite the short notice, guys, I really like Jared Vader in this fight, Marcel. I actually I actually really like him in this fight. Um, I think it's a good matchup for him, man. You know, I, listen, I get it. The two losses he had, he got taken down. But just by different fighters, like younger guys, Spivak and, and Romanov are in their prime. Olenek's 44. He's the oldest fighter in the UFC, okay? He's 15 years older than Vader. That's a huge, huge age difference. No, the older fighter doesn't always lose. We have seen some recently win, like Sarah McMahon, yeah. Guido Canetti. But... More often than not, they lose. And, you know, Jared, he needs to win this fight. You know, this is a must-win fight. The loser, I saw someone comment, the loser gets cut 100%. I mean, Olenek's lost three straight. Vendera's lost three of his last four. I do think and the Olen last fight he could have won, though. You know, it was so close against Orlovsky. He could have won that fight. And Olenek isn't on 10 plus 10, so. <laughs> yeah, Olenek, listen, Olenek, man, like, I just, I he's been knocked out in five of his last six losses. The chin's gone. Um, you know, He's going to have to take Vandera down. Here's the other thing, guys. I, I did some more research, okay? So, I, listen, I understand jiu-jitsu belts. It's just different in MMA. I get it. But if you look at the guys that Linux submitted in the UFC, Marcel, none of them were black belts. Jared Vandera is a black belt. None of those other guys were black belts. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that might not matter. I mean, at the end of the day, this guy could get him down and, and submit him. But I don't know. I mean, I I, I don't know. I just can't. I, there's no way I would bet on a 44-year-old Linux. I, I definitely think it's Vandera or pass here. And, you know, I understand he hasn't looked great in the UFC. I get it. He's been submitting his career too. I get it. I get it. That's why the odds are close, but 
I think it's a good spot, man, because he's so much younger, 15 years, Marcel. He's in his prime. He's a huge – by the way, he's a huge heavyweight. He's going to have like 40 pounds on Olenek too, by the way. So I think Olenek's going to struggle to get him down. I think Jerry – or yeah, Jerry keeps him standing. Either finishes with a knockout or – I just watched Cole's interview with him, by the way, and he said, I have no problem jabbing my way to win. I have to win this fight to stay in, in the UFC. He said, I have no problem jabbing my way to a win for 50 minutes. So mm-hmm. that was – I thought was an interesting comment, Marcel, because it could uh, that could happen in this fight. Honestly, be, that makes me more confident in the pick. I know. Me, it made me feel good. But, you know, like, again, I watch all the interviews from all the fighters yeah. um, just because I like to get some more inside information, you know. Yeah. It's just something to, to think about. Now, the short notice, again, that's that's the worry here because it's super short notice. But it's, since it's heavyweight, he's not cutting weight, I don't think. Um, I think he's just going to be tough, man. I think he's going to finish him. So it's... Yeah, it's honestly one of the more favorable matchups, probably for Vandera if he can. I think so. I think yeah. so too. I think it's actually a decent matchup for him too. So, you know, some of these fights, I'm like a little unsure about. Like, I feel pretty good about him here, honestly. You know, let me get some comments here, guys. Not touching Olenek, Vandera fighting for like, yeah, yeah, exactly for sure. Uh, what's Olenek by Asab? Let me take a look for you because I think that's the way he'd win. I mean, there's no way he's going to knock Vandera. Let's be honest. Uh, Olenek by Sub. Plus 165, I mean, you know, that's not bad, obviously. Vendera by knockout's plus 170. That's what I'm looking at. I'm looking at him to win by knockout, Marcel. Decision is mm-hmm. possible, though, for sure. I mean, based on the last fight, actually, his, his win in the UFC is by decision, too, against Tafa, right? He yeah. kind of just, like, stayed uh, at range and outstruck him. That was a great fight, by the way. You know, we'll see what happens. But, man, I feel decent about him. Again, it's it's more of a fade on a Linux, to be honest with you guys, like, at 44 years old. But, you know, I think Vendera can win this fight. I really do. So, that's my thoughts on this one. Couple other comments here. Uh, Alexia saw Vendera. We'll see. Thought Vendera looked okay uh, last time against Olowski. I thought he looked okay too. I mean, he almost won the fight. It was a split decision. You know, he, I thought he lost, obviously, 29 28, but it was close. Lightborn Ukraine can see that Ukrainian motivation for Ooh, sure. Glenn, you probably missed a certain way in uh, 10 years ago for Olenek. Which one? In Bellator? No, in the UFC when he came out with a Putin shirt on. Oh, okay. Okay. Was it against Jared Rosal? Was it that? <laughs> yeah, fight? I think it was that fight. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. Um, anyways, we'll, we'll go to the next fight here. Um, the next, okay, so yeah, I think the next one was supposed to be Marco Madsen for Sphinx Michelle, and now that's been moved up to uh, the uh, the main card. Arlovsky's also old, man. You're right, he's 42, but I picked Arlovsky in that fight. I think all of us did, you know, it, yeah, just, we, it was a good matchup for him. I just think Arlovsky, listen, despite all the knockouts he had 10 years ago when I thought his career was over, he's really proven he's a durable guy, man. Like, other than Asimov finishing him, Arlovsky goes to the decision almost every fight now, so. You know, and again, I think it was a fight he could have won, Vendera. You know, if he just did a little bit more, Marcel, it was a split decision, right? He could have won that fight. But like I said, the age thing doesn't always work. It doesn't because Sarah McMahon, like I said, Guido Canetti a few uh, weeks ago, Matt Brown almost beat Brian Burberry. It doesn't always work, but it's something that I bet against a lot in the 10 plus years I've been doing this. And more often than not, I think it's a decent spot, you know? So just my opinion. You guys don't have to, you can fade me on this one if you guys want, but I, I like Vendera. Hey, guys, might be late to the party. Looking forward to the podcast. Hey, Jamie, what's up, man? Glad to have you here, buddy. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Uh, like I said, it's not Marco Madsen, Vince Michelle, and Marcel had to change the poster like 10 times this week. Hopefully there's no more like injuries or, or COVID cancellations or whatever, but we're sticking to the UFC UFCstats.com. Uh, the next one is Mickey Gall versus Canadian Mike Malott, which is awesome. I'm really looking forward to seeing this guy in the UFC. Mike Mallott right now is the favorite, minus 200. Mickey Gall, plus 170. Marcel, your thoughts on this fight? No, Marcel doesn't go first. This is a Canadian. You go first. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I still... Okay, so 
Mickey, um, Mike Ballot, it's interesting, right? Like, I've watched this guy. I saw him fight in person uh, eight years ago in a hockey arena in Toronto. <laughs> uh, my boy, uh, Lock of the Night, was also there. So we both saw that fight. He fought, uh, um, I think his name is Adrian Wilson, I believe. Yeah, Alan Wilson, excuse me, who I think actually passed away, if I'm not mistaken. I think he might have actually died, um, the fighter he beat. Um, but, you know, that was a long time ago. Anyways, the point is, like, I've known about this guy forever. You know, he's been fighting since 2011 now. Marcel, he, he took so, so many layoffs in his career, right? Like, he's had multiple layoffs. Um, you know, he's, but he's fought in some big shows, man, like World Series of Fighting, Bellator, et cetera, Contender Series. He's also a team, uh, coach at Team Alpha Mill, right? That's the thing, right? That's where mm-hmm. everyone's talking about, how he's like a coach there. Um, I thought he looked good and in, in, in great in Contender Series. He also looked good in, in CFFC as well. I mean, the guy's a great submission guy for sure, and he's got some power too. It's just, again, he barely fights. So I just don't know how good he really is. That's that's my concern here. It seems like he's really great, but I don't know. And then Mickey Gall, I got to be honest with you guys. I just, I don't weigh him too highly. I know he had a couple wins in the UFC. Like the Jordan Williams one was a nice win, you know, as an underdog. I'll give him that one, but... I look at that Mike Perry fight. He got grinded on. He got wrestled by Mike Perry, guys. You know, the Diego Sanchez fight, taken down, destroyed by an old Diego Sanchez. I can't trust this dude, especially against a guy like Mike Wallach, who's a good grappler and, and, you know, a decent striker. Again, I'm not, I'm not going to bet on Mike Wallach because I honestly still don't know how good he is yet, Mar- Marcel, but I can't pick Mickey Gall. I can't do it. So I'll take Mike Wallach, Marcel. And, you know, Mickey Gall is pretty tough. Maybe he makes a decision. Um, my lean is towards uh, Mike Malott, though. Um, what's your thoughts on it, man? I actually feel the same way, man. I think I was impressed with Mike Malott in the Contender Series against Shimon Smotritsky, this Israeli guy. Uh, he also has a good win over Solomon Renfro in the Cage Fury, right? So when Solomon Renfro should have been in the UFC, in my opinion, he lost recently, I know, but I feel like he is UFC material. But, um Yeah. Malo, uh, Malat, you say Malat is his name, okay? Um, I always struggle with his name, by the way, because it's because he's Canadian. Uh, you can say it in French as well, and then it's different. So it's Malat. I'm going with Malat as well, and I think he finishes goal, man. To be really honest, I'm going with a TKO win for for Mike Malat. Oh, that's really interesting. And uh, yeah, that's that's it's it should be an interesting fight. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Um, by the way, I'm just checking out the Alan Wilson guy. Um, yeah, he did die. So that's the guy I saw him fight, which is crazy, right? You know. What? By the way, you know what's crazy? Like, I, I've been on Twitter for a long time. I have multiple fighters. Marcel, they've, they're, they've died. They've followed me. Like, Jordan Parsons, Josh Salmon. It's so weird, man, looking yeah, back at it sometimes. Uh, Jordan Sergio Young is another guy. Sergio De Silva. Yeah, that's another guy, too. Uh, I just wanted to share this quickly. This is the guy that he, uh, he beat in, in okay. and, uh, Substance Cage Combat, I believe it was called. And uh, this guy passed away a few years ago. He was an MMA fighter from Ontario. So uh, it's really sad stuff. Um, just wanted to mention that. Anyways, let's get some comments here. All train wins and losses, fighters do for a win. He could be. I mean, he, you're right. That 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 trend has been it's been money for him. Hall's experience. You mean Gall, <laughs> not Uriah Hall. He's not on this card. I think Malak has the win, possibly decision. Yeah, fade on Gall. Yeah, man. Again, that the fight with uh, it's the fight with Mike Perry for me, Mark. So we got all wrestled by Mike Perry. Mike Perry hates to wrestle. He's just mm-hmm. not a good MMA fighter. And, yeah. Gall has a good experience in Octagon, but I think Malak gets the win, lost to Dwight. He did. He did lose that, that fight. Uh, Dwight was a good fighter, though. Papa Truck says, don't follow out. I know, don't follow me because you might end up like, no, I'm kidding. Don't say that. But uh, no, you, should, you guys shouldn't follow me. Um, I just tweet about MMA. I don't tweet about other stuff. So if you like MMA, me and Marcel are both good followers, I think. Anyways, let's go to the next fight, I think, Marcel, right? Like, uh, at this fight, uh, uh, like, let me see this. How confident are you in my plot? Are you, like, really confident or are you kind of confident? Uh, I, I'm pretty confident, yeah. 
Okay, so you're making me feel a little better about it, honestly, after we talk, so that's good. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. Your favorite fighter in the world, Aspen Ladd, takes on Raquel Pennington in a women's, I believe it's a bantamweight fight, yeah. I believe. Yeah. I, ho- I hope these girls make weight. Well, I shouldn't say Pennington. I mean, she. I think she missed weight once, maybe, but... I know her last fight was at 145 because it was short notice against yeah, Macy. Yeah, with, with, with Macy, and she looked good in that fight. She got yeah. the submission win. Let me just double check. Has she missed weight before? Yeah, she has missed weight. She missed against Jerain Demandy. So she also has missed weight. It, it's like this. It's like, you know, Lad. Okay, anyways, I'm going to get your thoughts in a sec, but I just hope Lad makes weight. That's all I'm saying. I just, I don't really trust her to make 135. And if you're going to bet on this, I would just wait. Ugh, I would wait till, you know, was it? Friday to, to, to make a bet here just because you don't even know if the fight's going to happen. That's just my thoughts. Anyways, uh, the odds on this one, let's see here. Uh, apologies. Where is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Minus 180 for Raquel Pennington, plus 150 for Aspen Ladd. You go first, Marcel. Yeah, by the way, I don't know why you say my favorite fighter, Aspen Lat. I don't have joke. anything. <laughs> yeah, I don't have anything against her, but I'm also not a huge fan or whatever. So I think she's she's talented, you know, and many people think she she sucks because she lost to Norma Dumont, you know, but that was at 145 again. So um, if you look at Raquel Pennington, yeah, she, she looked better in her last fights, you know, what I saw, but I'm really not a big fan of the way she fights. And you know that I say it very often. It's a lot of cage, uh, how do you say that, uh, on the cage, you know, uh, it's really boring to watch, but it's effective for her, you know what I mean? Yep, yep. But I still think Aspen Lat is, is young and she has a good lot potential in 135, as long as she can make weight, you know. Uh, she lost to Durandami. Uh, in the weight class, uh, maybe an early stoppage. Yeah, I don't know. Could be. But still, uh, and she has been nasty in all of her other fights, you know. And uh, for me, it's like, I think Lat can win this fight. I actually think she can be, she can uh, she can finish Raquel Pennington, to be really honest. And I'm going with a late finish in the third round for Aspen Lat, man. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, the winner of this fight will definitely be close to the belt, I would say. Especially, you know, Lad. I mean, listen, I know she lost to Dumont that, that fight at Featherweight, but... You know, she has some good wins at 135, right? And the UFC's always liked her. So if she wins this fight, you know, she's right there. Is she still ranked in the division? Is she still I think she, I think she is, yeah. She is the, she's the A-side, the red corner, yeah. so she should be. Interesting. Okay, so I, I think, you know, it's interesting. By the way, we should mention uh, Irene Aldana was supposed to fight Lad. Um, Payton took it on short notice. Payton's always in shape, though, for the most part. And, you know, great cardio, just really tough girl. Um, aside from the New Year's fight where she got her ass kicked, she's been really tough in the UFC. Hard to finish. She's, you know what, Marcel? Honestly, I, I, I agree with you. I think her style is really ugly at times, but, man, it's effective. And, and you know what? She's really proved me wrong, man, because I've picked against her a lot in her career, and she's won a lot of fights I didn't think she'd win. Like, Misha Tate fight, your Irini Aldana fight. I had good money in Aldana in that fight when they fought, and she won a split decision by, by wrestling her a little bit. That one hurt. The Jessica Andrade rematch, I didn't think she'd win that after losing the first fight. Like, so she's won some fights, but also, you know, She's had some some hiccups here and there too, um, but I think she's a pretty good fighter, Marcel. Honestly, I think she is good. And again, she trains in Colorado in, in elevation. I'd imagine she's going to be fine for fifty minutes here. Um, I, I and I, you know, again, Aspen Lad with the gas tank, I just, or not the gas tank, the, the just the the weight cut. I don't even know like uh, how how it's going to affect her in the fight. You know, because she, she has looked good in the third round, right against Kandiskaya, looked amazing. But again, Marcel, I just wonder how much she's going to take out of her. I can't pick Aspen Lad. You know, I can't do it because the the weight. Just the the layoff. Uh, it's not a huge layoff now. I mean, she did fight in October, but just the inconsistencies the last few years, having fights canceled left and right. I can't. I can't even. I can't get close to picking her. 
you know, but I do think this is a fight where it, you know, could be a, a potential upset too. You know, you got to recognize those fights where it could be because before Marcel, if you asked me two years ago, I would have picked Aspen Ladd. I would have picked her easily. It's just that so much has happened to her negatively in, in the fights and the weight cuts that I, I, I can't, you know, now, but if you asked me after the Yana fight, I would have picked her. So it's just, it's, it's crazy how like um, your thoughts on a fighter changes over time. Right. And she's still young and she could, you know, still improve and get better at 27. But, you know, with Pennington, she's just, I know what I'm going to get with her. You're going to get someone who's going to fight hard 15 minutes. I know that. And I think it'll make it a tough, gritty fight. Lean towards your win decision, Marcel. I think a lot of it's going to be against the fence, like you said, pinning against the fence and just kind of like that grind. So let me get some more comments, guys. Uh, Glenn was talking about the debut fighters. Yeah, it's Glenn. It's interesting. If I picked Friend, it would have been four for four, which is really crazy. I actually like what I saw from those fighters, but you know we'll see what happens. Like you guys said, the Jaders are a very real thing. I mean, it's no doubt about it. Don't take the Rocky. <clears throat> Lad says, uh, now I know the Jermaine fight, that early stoppage by Herb Dean. Um, <laughs> they've never been the same. What do you think? Early stoppage, that one? Yeah. Difficult, man. Could be. You know, the thing is, I, I think if Herb Dean let it go go yeah. through, she would have been finished as well, yeah. you know, but he maybe should have done let her go through. I don't you know, know what's interesting with that one? They actually... Um, they. <laughs> Uh, basically uh, appealed the, the stoppage. Yeah, I know. And California voted 3-2 in favor of the stoppage standing. Two of the judges actually said, you know what, this was a shit stoppage, which is uh -huh. crazy because I thought all five of them would have been like agreeing with the ref. Usually they don't like going against their own guys, right? But sticking with Lad, I mean, it's possible for sure. Pennington only loses the best. Don't think Lad's up there yet. I think she's ranked higher technically, isn't she? Which is crazy, but I, I think Pennington's better too, you know? Pennington's better teach Torres. Uh, I believe she is, yeah. They train together in that super camp in Colorado, like uh, Miranda Maverick, a couple other girls, or a couple of really good girls yeah. that are there. I don't know if they're married, but they're with each other at least. I'm yeah. pretty sure they are. I mean, but if not, yeah. they've been together for a few years. I think yeah. my biggest issue with lads are headspace after she bet. Yeah, the Dumont fight was. I did bet on Dumont in the fight, so I cashed, but yeah. Back in science, the beach of the world, and everyone else for their training. I think uh, training with Phil Derry. Phil Derry's a, a really good coach for sure, a strength and conditioning guy. Payne's almost possible. She's super durable, dude. I mean, look at the fight with. Uh, What's it called with Amanda? I mean, it was just a beating. And actually, you know what? The, the corner should have stopped that fight between the fourth and fifth round. Remember, her yeah. face was just smashed in. And it's like, you don't need to like put your fighter through five more minutes. Same with that fight with that girl, Felicia Spencer. That was another fight the corner should have threw the towel in. Yeah, I was being loud until the roster came out and got the KO. True. But I know it's crazy that she got the knock in the third round. Because again, usually when the fighters have bad weight cut or weight cut issues, they do tend to fade late. Hey, Rock Torque, what's up, man? Rocky decision. That's what I'm thinking too. Payne's last five losses, champs. I mean, she's definitely good. And again, you know what it was? It was the fight with Aldana where I bet on Aldana because I, I really like Alvarino Aldana Marcel, and I was confident she was going to beat Raquel Pennington. And I thought that was a that win kind of sold me on her as a little bit more as a fighter because I'm like, you know what? She's smart. She gets the job done, knows what to do. But again, this is a different fight. You know, that's a striker. This is another grappler, right? So it'd be interesting. I mean, can she even pin her against the fence? Um, by the way, not married, engaged. Just the uh, Wikipedia says engaged, so they are going to be married apparently. Uh, the, by the way, Pennington by decision—that's what I'm thinking. Plus a hundred, so even money on that—it's not bad. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. Let's go to this one: Jardino Rosenstrike versus Marcin Tabura. Interesting fight in the heavyweight division. Minus one fifty, Jardino Rosenstrike plus one thirty, Marcin Tabura. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, that this fight can go either. It can go. One way or the other, right? Either Rosenstroke knocks him out early or late, or Tibura grinds himself to a decision win. That's what I expect. Um, man, this is like 
I don't even want to say it's definitely striker, but to just say grappler about Tibura is kind of disrespectful because he has some striking as well. Yeah. But Rosenstruck doesn't have any grappling, man. Yeah. Um, although I think if Rosenstruck touches him, he will be knocked out. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I feel like I don't think Rosenstruck will put him away early. I think uh, Tibura will take him down a few times. I'm going again with a late third round finish for Rosenstrike, man. Uh, TK or knockout, yeah. Yeah, it's an interesting fight too. Um, by the way, so I watched Cole's interview with Rosenstrike, and uh, he was talking about his takedown defense. I thought it was really interesting. This is what he said. He said, "I've been training with King Mo in my takedown defense, but it's still not where I want it." And he said, "If my last fight was a four against Blades out of ten in the takedown defense, I'm at a five out of ten now. So it's gotten better, but I'm still not where I am." I thought that was very interesting that he actually admitted that, that his takedown defense is something he's because most fighters are like, oh, my takedown defense is amazing, man. My striking is amazing. Most of them say that, Marcel. I like the fighters that are honest about the, their assessment of their performances, you know? So you know he's been drilling it because the guy's got the striking. Obviously, he's an amazing striker, very technical, mm-hmm. huge power. The question is, does he stop the takedown? I think he does. I think so. And I think he keeps it staying and knocks this guy out. But I agree with you at the Tiber, I think we'll grab him at some point, grab him and take him down to the ground. Is this a spot for Tabura as an upset? I don't know. I mean, right now I'm looking at the, the line. So Rosenstruck by Nako, it's plus 110. That's what I think happens. But, you know, instead of taking plus 130 on Tabura, what about Tabura by decision at plus 300? I mean, that would be the way to go, I think, if you yeah. like his side. Because yeah. I don't think he finishes uh, Rosenstruck. I think he would win a decision. That's something interesting. You know, heavyweight fights do have more vari- uh, variance as well, guys. Just like the women's fights. Heavyweight fights have more variance, you know. Um, I just I want to believe the takedown defense in Blades was more because Blades is just incre- incredible, you know, wrestling guys. And same with the gunfire, right? He got him down a couple times. And I don't know if Tabura is there, so we'll see. But you know, Tabura, I think Tabura is a little bit underrated at times, Marcel. You know, I think people I don't uh, don't respect him enough. Um, but you know, just like this guy saying uh, the chin, the the chin, the chin wa- wa- uh, worries me, man. Because I I watched the great, uh, not the great, the Walt Harris fight again. Before Walt gassed after a minute and 30 seconds, which he does in every fight, he was lighting him up. And I look at the Augusto Sakai fight where Augusto knocked him out brutally too, right? So Hardy as well, honestly, in the first round, right? He was winning that fight, and then Greg fell apart. Greg always yeah. falls apart after the first yeah. round, you know? All I'm saying is this is another fight where I, I do think it's the favorite wins, but it, it could be a spot for Tabura if he gets it's, him down. I, I think it, it's... It, with the bigger cage, it's harder for him to get the takedowns. Though I'll say that because it is the bigger cage. Any, any it's, thoughts? It's, temp- it's tempting to get to 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 take the decision after three rounds with Tabura. Plus three hundred, right? right? I mean, yeah, it's, it's really it's, tempting. It's possible, yeah. yeah. This is what this guy said too. Sign collectibles. What's going on, man? Doug says Biggie Boy knock. I mean, that's that's the way it should go, but it doesn't always go the way it should, right? That's the thing. Moses ripped by Nako. That's what I'm thinking too. Over over is good. I think, you know what? Over is not bad because actually another thing that he said in the interview, Marcel was. Uh, Cole's like, do you like three or five rounds better? Um, and he said, you know, I actually prefer five rounds. That's what he said. I actually like five rounds. He said because I, I take, I'm a slow starter and take you know a round to get going. He is Marcel. He's one of these guys. That, even the fight with Augusto Sakai, I had a bet on him last year. I'm like, what is this guy doing? What the hell is he? And then he lands a punch with one second left in the round. I was like, finally, man. But like, I remember I bet him just over. It took him four seconds before the the and then the stoppage is a little questionable. And he. He got lucky in that yeah, the, fight the, because the Dan, Big Dan stopped the fight. Yeah. Dan stopped it because he saw that that the lip was whole split. Open. Yeah, 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 it was. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I, it made me money that night. Actually, yeah. I went. You know what? It was crazy. So having a perfect card is one of the hardest things you can do. I think in MMA, I've did it twice now. 
that was the first time I did it, Marcel, on that card. And I needed Rosa Strike to win by knockout to get a perfect card. <laughs> I was four seconds away from losing. And I remember I had, a I had a tweet written up saying, man, this is a solid performance by Overeem. Like, you he, he got the takedowns. You do what you need to do. And then bang. And I'm like, shit. That's why you wait till the end of the fight to tweet, right? So I didn't send it out. So I had it written in the drafts. Anyways. Uh, sorry, I got that comment. Uh, I don't think Rose lands a bomb. Maybe not. I mean, it could be a decision, too. Maybe Rose Rock just wins a decision, too, Marcel, right? Like, it's possible. What's Rose Rock by decision? Um, plus 500. Wow. I mean, it's possible, right? Couldn't he just grind? Yeah. Couldn't he just outpoint him and win a decision, too? Rose as long as, as long as he keeps it standing, yeah. For That's sure. interesting, too, guys. So, yeah, I mean, some of these props in this fight are definitely, like, worth considering. Heavyweight striker was grabbing. I agree. I mean, like I said, man, there's more variance in heavyweight. There is... Tabur is more all around. He is sub. What's sub? I, I don't think he subs him, actually. No, mm. I don't think so. I mean, if, if you look, it's plus 1,200. I don't think so, though, because, again, you know, he's cursed Blades. And, like, actually, Blades had to kind of fight for the takedowns, you know. But once he got them, it's just – yeah, Blades. Blades is such a good wrestler. He's the best. Blades got this, got this audible, audible yes, that's the thing. broken. Again, yeah. right? I know. If that fight went five rounds, the doctor might have stopped it. You never know, mm. right? Rose trades wins and losses due for a win. Yeah, I know. We've talked about a few guys in this card. Volkov is not terrible. It's not bad at all. Actually, but the thing was in that fight, you know what you know what bothered me in that fight? Volkov took him down in that fight. That's what bothered me about that fight, which is like, what the hell, right? So I don't, but I don't expect that from Rosenstrog at all. Yeah. So. Rosenstrog isn't acting enough to win a decision. Probably not. Has he won a decision in the UFC? I think he double check. I don't think he has, but did he? Um no, I think all by knockout, right? right. Yeah, all the ones are right knockout. All in his career. He has one decision win over this guy, elect Andre Kovalev. Oh, that uh, Ryzen, I think. Yeah, right? yeah. So all his wins, your eyes are right. I mean, he's a one-punch guy. He really is, you know. If he doesn't get that punch, he probably could. You know, if he doesn't win by knockout, he probably gets grinded out. I'm just mm -hmm. saying, like, this fight could be a, a quick knockout or it could be a boring fight. So we'll see what happens. Um, yeah, Blades is, Blades is great, but, you know, that third round was interesting. And that's, that's another thing he said. He's like, I wish that fight was five rounds. He's like, my team was pushing for five rounds, but that card had, like, three five-round fights on it already, Marcel. That was the Diaz-Lawler one, the, the rematch. and. Folk and anyways, let's go to the next fight here. I believe it's the last prelim. We got Ian Gary and Staring Weeks. Interesting fight here as well, Marcel. Uh, Ian Gary, the future, minus 355, plus 295 in Daring Weeks. What do you think about this one, man? Yeah, um, everybody's super high on Ian Gary, but by the way, wait, wait, hold on. I gotta get this comment. How did Adam get through that breakdown with <laughs> yeah? I'm sorry, I, I should have. I just don't think he's going to do it in this fight because I think he needs to win this fight. You know, I really do. So, but if he gets the to strike, that, then he loses. Then the plus 300 is a good day. It's a poor decision. <laughs> Sorry, Marcel, I'll cut you off. I just like to laugh at that one. <laughs> no problem. Um, yeah, Ian Gary, he pretty much destroyed everybody in front of him for Cage Warriors. Then he got that unanimous decision win over Jack Grant, right? Got pretty much signed right away to the UFC, made his debut in New York. Uh, Got in trouble early, man, against Jordan Williams, but yeah. came back and he knocked him out uh, in the last second of the first round. Darian Weeks, I think he's a good fighter, you know. Um, he got a short notice call to fight Brian Barberina, I think on three or four days' notice. Uh, what's up, Adam? Oh, my eyes just bothering me. I've been oh, scared. Man. Yeah. Sorry, guys. Uh, no problem. Um, so, um, yeah, he fought Brian Barberina. It was a pretty competitive fight. He lost the fight, but uh, it was competitive. And the thing is, man, I feel like Gary, yeah, he probably wins this fight, but I'm not really yet that much sold on him. You know, I think he's a good prospect, you know, 
but all that uh, Conor McGregor uh, uh, comparison. Yeah. And he does it to himself, you know? People don't even bring it up. He brings it up himself the whole damn time, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it's just kind of stupid, you know? Just be just be the first Ian Gary. Don't be the second Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? And uh, he has the talent. He is at Sanford now, so he will get some good training in with a lot of good guys, you know, uh, Henry Hooft, who we had in the podcast a week ago in the Dutch podcast, we spoke very high of him. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I, I think he wins. Um, but I'm going with a decision over uh, Darren Weeks. I think it will be a good fight. I think it will be much more uh, competitive than people might think. I, I, I agree. I actually agree with you on this one, in that it's going to be more competitive. I don't know if I could pick Weeks, but I do think he's a live dog, guys. I, I do. I I think he's pretty good. I mean, really, he's decent. You know, the fight with Brian Burger was very close, Marcel. Like, he almost won uh, that without fight. A, without a training camp as well, right? Yeah, that was super short notice came in there. And this guy's been fighting pro for two years. Uh, three years, actually, now, since 2019. You know, the level of competition is not great, though, besides Barberina. But I think that fight showed this guy's pretty good. He's game, man. He's game. So, the thing is, like, if Gary doesn't finish him, I think this fight's going to be a dogfight, man. I think this guy could be live, and he could maybe grind him out. But... Gary's definitely a good prospect for a reason. He's highly touted for a reason. The striking sharp. The wrestling looks pretty good too, Marcel. He just seems well-rounded, man. Honestly, he seems very dangerous everywhere. And mm -hmm. like you said, training at Sanford, tons of confidence. I get it. I understand why he's favored. He just he should be favored here for sure. Undefeated, everything. I'm just saying, I think Darren Weeks is a little underrated, man. I really do, Marcel. And yes. this could be the kind of guy he loses to, a guy that could take his punches and then he, that has better cardio maybe. You know, we'll see. I, I just don't know. I think a lot of people are going to parlay Ian Gary this weekend. I get it. I understand. The guy's really good. But I'll probably pass on this one, Marcel. You know? I'll probably just stay away and, wa and watch it. I'm going to take a look at the prop on, on, on Gary by decision as well. What is that? Um, Gary by decision. Plus 115. The knockout prop is plus 110. So it's the same. Really, it's the same. Um, again, I'm going to pick him. But it's just I think there's some risk here. I'll say that, you know? Let me get some comments. I think Gary wins, but I think we, dude, I agree. That's what I'm saying. I yeah. think he does too. Gary says inside, Gary inside the distance. Hey, Daniel, possibly. I mean, the guy's good. I mean, listen, the punchy landing against Jordan Williams is impressive, right? But again, he got rocked before that, Marcel. And I'm like, shit. Like, and I think everyone was putting him in their parlays that night. And I was like, damn, you know? So it's, it's almost like Patty, right? <laughs> dude, very similar. Very yeah. similar. Very, that's actually good. That's a good comparison. I can't pick Gary until he, until he lose, but weeks amateur experience. Dude, I agree. He has like 20 amateur fights. I was talking about Marcel. Again, amateur fights not the same experience as a pro fight. I think we both agree there, but that's a lot of amateur fights. You know, so to mm -hmm. say I said he's only been a pro since 2019, that is a fact, but he's been an amateur longer than that. You know, so it's interesting. Gary isn't on the hype trains on the potential cash crowd getting favorable matchups. The other thing is, uh, you know, he he's also saw the interview with him and he actually wants a slow push up by the UFC. He said, you know, Cole was like, do you want to get fast track? He said, no, I don't want to be fast tracked. I, I, I'm only 24 years old. It's my second fight. Or, yeah, it's the second fight in the UFC. So he doesn't want to get fast tracked. But again, he's the guy saying, hey, I'm the next Conor McGregor too. Yeah, right? should, says, you can't have both. You know what I mean? He, he, should, he really should stop that. It's just stupid. Yeah. In my I agree. Opinion. He should no. just be himself. Why does he have to be yeah. the next Conor? Be the next Ian Gary or the first yeah. Ian Gary. Gary by decision is plus 225. Oh, that's interesting. What book is that? Let me let me double check. I'm just looking at best fight odds right now. Um, Gary by decision. I may have read it. No, I'm seeing plus 115. I mean, what book are you? Oh, sorry. I apologize, guys. I'm an idiot. Sorry. I, I read the inside of the distance line. Excuse me. Plus 225. You're right. My apologies. I read the wrong line. So, yeah. I mean, that's that's interesting because, again, you know, the inside of the distance is the knocker or plus 115. That makes sense. Okay. That makes a lot more sense. 
uh, that there could be value in that. I say this all the time. You know, sometimes there's the favorites. You know, you look at the money line and you're like, like in this case, I'm like, ah, is there really value at like minus 400? No, but maybe some of the the props. And yeah, I'm seeing the odds on man. Sorry, man. I apologize. I just read it wrong. It's not going to go. But you know, Marcel, sometimes the props and the big favorites are, are, are there's some good props you can get plus money on. Even a guy that's minus 400, you can still get plus 200. So that's something that's interesting. Like the kids we have guy a few weeks ago, Marcel, minus mm-hmm. 1250. But him winning in the second round was plus 500. And some people did cash on that. So you've got to look deep sometimes for these fights. And, and there's a way to look at that. So what's the weak spot decision, actually? Weak spot decision, plus 700. Plus seven hundred weeks by knockout plus five hundred. I don't think he maybe he can knock Gary out. Maybe I don't know. I mean, I think I'll, I think a lot of us agree in the chat though that Gary's uh, you know weeks is being a little undervalued here in the line. You know, but it's mm-hmm. like we can't get there. None of us can get there, right? Like it's just one of those things we just can't pick against a guy who's undefeated, never lost yet, right, Marcel? That's the problem. So Daniel likes Gary by by Rudnick and Choke. Maybe or Gary by you know, decision, yeah. Way more chance of the next three fights. Gary wouldn't shouldn't be such a fa- big favorite. I think of the four, you're right. I mean, it, you're right. I mean, that's why his odds are a little bit less than those bigger favorites. We'll talk about in a few minutes, but in the future premium spot, there's more pressure to get the finish. I think you see Gary going hard for it. That's true too, uh, Glenn, as well. It's a huge spot. Like I was telling Marcel, like I, I think they could have opened the card up with them, but they're gonna do this instead. It's fine. All right, let's get to the next fight, Marcel. That's the last of the prelims. Let's get to the main card. Vince Pichel versus Marco and Madsen. That opens up the main card. We talked about this yesterday. Marcel thinks it's going to be a grinding type of boring fight, and he does not like it. It's opening up the main card, I don't believe. Um, it is what it is. You know, they're, they're, you know, Marco Madsen's undefeated. You know, he's an Olympic uh, athlete, so I get it. Anyways, the odds for this one, very close. Very, very close, guys. Uh, right now, Mark, uh, Vince Pichel minus 130, Mark Madsen plus 110. Who's your pick, Marcel? Vince Pichel or Marco Madsen? I actually doesn't say that, man. I say I think Madsen can make it a boring fight, but I think Pichel, Pichel is a very – I like Pichel's fighting. And also for you guys – No, I, I, yeah, I didn't – sorry, I didn't say yeah, you, no uh, Pichel was a boring fighter. My, my apologies, though. And also uh, for you guys, don't fucking annoy Vince Pichel when he's in traffic. <laughs> I saw that video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the thing is here, man, to be really honest, I'm not sold on Mark Madsen, man. I know – He's he, he a bad fighter, you know, but if saw him against Clay Guida, it didn't solve me at all. You know what I mean? It was actually, in my opinion, was his first real kind of test against a veteran in the UFC. Yeah. And he just got by, you know, and Vince Pichel, Pichel, super underrated, I think. Uh, only has lost twice in the UFC, I think, against Gillespie and against Kabilov in his debut. All the other fights he fought, he has won. And this is a tough test for Madsen, dude. If he has struggled as much as he did against Guida, he will struggle more against Pichel, in my opinion. You know? Um, so I'm going with a unanimous decision win for Vince Pichel here, man. Going with the upset. It's not an upset, dude. He's the favorite. Is he the fa- <laughs> I thought Madsen was. Okay. No, okay, Vince I'm going favorite. No, no. Madsen did open his. Again, it's something I always look at. I want to see what the books open. Right. Books open Madsen to minus 150, but the public's taking Pichel to minus 130, which. I think it's it's a close fight. So, all right. So my thoughts on this one, I think it's a very competitive fight, man. I think it's it's mm-hmm. it's close, you know. But twenty five percent takedown defense, guys, for Vince Bichel, you know, that's that's really bad. Guida is sixty eight, by the way. So it's just different matchup. Right. Vince Bichel can be taken down. The last fight against Hubbard, yeah, you know, he, he outstruck him, but he got taken down four times. You know, the Gregor the Lesby fight taken down. I understand Gregor is a legit grappler. So is Mark Madsen. Mark's training at that great camp right now, fight ready with those guys. Um, I, I, you know, Marcel, I, I got to go with Mark Madsen here for the small upset plus 110. I mean, it's not really even upset. I think he just takes him down and grinds him out, Marcel. I think Vince is going to be frustrated. It's going to be a grind, but 
they both fought Austin Hubbard, which I think it's interesting, you know. Now I will say, uh, Madison, the, the third round is definitely sketchy, you know, yeah. because the cardio is a worry. Um, but I will say, you know, listen, the, the the Guida fight was a little disappointing, right? But he still won the fight, and I watched it again, and you know what? His jab looked actually a lot better than I thought. So I think the striking is coming along, and we know he's a great wrestler. So really, I think if you, you're picking on Madison, like I'm going to pick him here. You're counting him to grind him out, take him down and stuff. That's what I think happens. But if he can't, he's fucked because Pichelle, obviously, the better striker, better pace, better cardio. Matson's going to have to grind him out for probably two of the three rounds at least and survive a third round um, or submit him, which I don't think happens, but you never know. But I'm, I'm going to go with Mark Madsen here, Marcel. I'm going to take him. Uh, you know, the, the guy's been money for me. I picked him in all his fights so far, and, he, and he's won, some, won me some uh, some money. Um I don't know if I can bet on this fight. I'm really on the fence about a bet, but you know, it's a, basically a pick'em fight. Let's be honest, guys. It's a pick'em. You know, minus one thirty versus plus one ten. It's not like it's minus four hundred plus three hundred. Yeah. I got it with Mark Madsen by decision. So, let me get some comments here. Madsen by boring win. Yeah, I think he's going to grind about Madsen decision. Pichelle by pace and volume experience. Yeah, I mean it's possible, man. Pichelle, by the way, they're both old, right? Pichelle's thirty nine, which is insane because he looks like in great shape and such good cardio. And Pichelle, uh, Madsen's thirty seven. You're right, man. He's going to make a run now. Uh, fight goes to the decision. I agree with that one, too. What's the fight goes to the decision? Let me double-check that. Uh, unless, again, Madison gasses out and gets fierce in the third. The fight goes to the decision is minus 165. That's not a bad bet. I think this fight does go... I think it goes three rounds, Mark. Is that what you're saying, Marcel? Three rounds? I either go with three rounds or I go with a late finish. The third round Michelle, stoppage? Yeah. 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 Michelle gives me Strickland vibes. Oh, you guys talking about something else. Um, Mark early, Vince late. It could be. Yeah, it could be a split, definitely. Because I think, I'll say this. Mark wins the first round. Vince wins the third round. It comes down to who wins the second round. It's like, very much like <laughs> the Guida fight. I'm just banking on Madison to get that date down, hold him down, and and grind it out. So that's what I'm thinking here. Got up every time Mark's going to really keep guys down. Mark is uh, definitely a grinding wrestler, man. He really is. Uh, Guida fight was close, man. I mean, I bet on Madsen. I was like, I was biting my fingernails. I was like, please give it to him. Like, I wasn't even sure if he really won. I'm just saying it's a different matchup. Again, 25% takedown defense is really bad, guys. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, and again, this is a guy that's had 12 years in the UFC or something. So it's not just like a guy who's one fight. He's got a large sample size. We know that Pichelle's takedown defense isn't good. But again, the striking, if he keeps on the feet, probably wins. So I get it. Uh, do you like Madison Michelle being a car opener? Not, not, not really. I don't hate the fight. I don't hate it, but I think it could be boring. That's all I'm saying. And and I think the crowd will boo. That's the thing. And it's gonna not gonna be Mark's fault because the mm-hmm. UFC put it. That's what I think could happen. Marcel, the crowd's gonna be like booing for the stand up. I think that could happen too. And you'll see if it influences the refs. They're in Jacksonville. It's not all the same refs. You're gonna have some of these really shitty Florida refs, Marcel. By the way, and there's really shitty Florida judges too. We've seen it for all the years. Yeah. You know it's true, man. I know, man. I know. Yeah. So that's something to keep in mind, too, guys. Maybe you'll see like a late stoppage or early stoppage at one point in this card. I'm not saying this fight, but that's gonna start making names. Thirty-seven. I agree. I mean, the guy's—he's such a great athlete, man. They call him—he's the Olympian. He's an Olympic Greco-Roman wrestler. He's the beast, you know, with the wrestling. And I think it's gonna be enough. Hey, Scroll, what's up? Thanks for the insight. Great work as always. Appreciate that, man. See, I, I appreciate comments like that. Thank you. And I, it actually can be like kind of similar to um, Carl Rosa with Sarah McMahon last time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or I think the BK Chopper show. I think so, too. That's the, I'm going to talk about the next fight with Torres. I'm going to talk about that. Split decision in this fight four, plus 450. Hey, that's not bad. I mean, it, it could be split because, again, first round's Madsen, third round's Pichelle. Who wins the second, I think, determines the fight. I, that's what I think comes down to. And again, I'm going to lean towards Madsen. Just get that takedown, Marcel, and, and win that close decision. That's what I think. 29-28. That's, that's my pick here. Too close for comfort, you know. 
I think if you bet in this fight either way, you're going to be sweating it. You know, I'll say that because I don't think there's going to be a clear winner. You're gonna you're gonna see back and forth in this fight. It is what it is, though. It's part of the every fight's going to be a guy getting a knockout in 30 seconds. You're going to have to sweat some of these, and this is definitely one of them. I do think again, it's dogger pass. All right, let's go to the next fight, Marcel. We have Tisha Torres and Mackenzie Dern. Interesting fight here, and this one also close odds, man. Um, seeing a pick them out there, minus 110 each, guys. So another really close fight. Marcel, give me your thoughts on this fight, Dern versus Torres. Yeah, man, Tisha Torres can be back in the top five since, like, forever. You know what I mean? So uh, she wins this one. Um, at a certain moment, she was, I think she lost, like, three or four fights. But she lost to three former, two former champion, one current champion, and to Marina Rodriguez. So I don't think that's bad. And then she came back with three wins over Brianna Fortino, I have to say now, Sam Hughes, and, and Angela Hill last time out. So uh, if you look at Mackenzie Dern, Surely lost twice in the UFC. She lost to uh, to Amanda Ribas because Amanda Ribas has a great ground game as well, just like Mackenzie Dern, right? And um, the last time against uh, Rodriguez, she won one round and she lost four rounds. So for me, it's like, I honestly think Dern takes Torres down, man, to be really honest. I, I see that happening. And um, I don't know. I think Dern finishes her as well in the first or second round, man, either way. So... Um, that's what I expect. First or second round uh, submission win for uh, Mackenzie Dern. Let us know, guys, what you think in the comments about this fight. So uh, I picked my pick, uh, Adam. I'm going with Dern via submission in the first or second round. There you go. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting fight, but I like Torres here, guys. I think she's going to just stick and move. You know, Dern, here's the thing. Yeah, she's got amazing submissions, but here's the other thing. 10% takedown accuracy, guys, and it's a lot of attempts. That's true. A lot of attempts. Her last fight, she went one for eight. I mean, Rodriguez, I, I liked her in that fight. But like some of these fights, man, like just the takedown, it's just not there. Like the Jenner Rowe fight, 0 for five, you know. So if she doesn't get the takedown, um, you know, 0 for six against Rebus. I mean, the takedown accuracy is it's just terrible, to be honest with you. I know her boxing is coming along, but come on, Torres is definitely the better striker. So I think if you pick Dern, she's got to submit her in the first or second round, like you said. It's possible. It's possible. But looking back at at uh Torres's career, man, I mean. Other than uh, Jessica Andrade, who basically like ragdolled her for like the three rounds, which was just a, a beating. I know her take on defense, it's not great either. It's 58%. That's not great. You know, we're saying that. And that's a big sample size too. It's just not great take on defense. But I think it has improved a little bit, you know. She's just always in great shape for her fights. I think she's kind of hit her stride now. She won three straight fights, Marcel. Um, you know, great you know, striker. Go ahead. I just think Dern is much stronger than her. You know what I mean? That's the thing. Uh, I was going to say the size. That's the other thing, right? Yeah. So that, she's definitely a bigger girl, five foot four, five foot one. They call it a tiny tornado for a reason. I mean, if there was a one hundred five division, she could be yeah. the champion. You know. So you're right, Marcel. I mean, maybe this is a good matchup for Dern in that she's fighting a smaller girl. But I don't know, man. I think the, here's another fight where we're talking about big cage. I think the big cage will help her in this one because I think she can stick and move and win the decision. If she doesn't get taken down, she wins the fight for sure. You know, that's that's that's, that's, that's for sure. That's, that's a wrap. Because I don't think she'll be able to um, win. Derma, she won't be able to win on volume. I don't think compared to Torres. She's just such a good volume striker. So I'm, I'm leaning towards Torres by decision, guys. That's plus 150. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, Dern by submission. That's the other, I think, you know, main way the fight would end is uh, Dern by sub is plus 250. So that would probably be the way to go if you pick Dern. I, I don't think she wins a decision. You know, I don't think so. I don't think she's just going to, like, grapple her for three rounds and hold on. I think Torres, you know, it's going to be hard to pin her down. I think you can get her down, but she gets back up pretty good. So I'm going to go teach Torres by decision. Let's get some comments, guys. 
<clears throat> Tours by decision. I don't know if Dirk can take her down. That's that's what I think too. I might put a little sprinkle on two Loverbirds, Tornado, and Rocky. Fight. That's hilarious, man. Why not put the two girls together, right? The two the two Lovebirds, like you said. I love that. The Lovebird parlay. We're gonna call it that. All right. Dern by sub. Dern. Hey, man. Like I said, if you guys like by sub, plus two fifty. So it's not bad odds at all. Um, like I said, I'm leaning towards Tours by decision. Tornado decision. That's what I think. Tours never been finished. Dern by sub. My yeah, it is. It is good odds. I agree completely. 10%. It's just bad takedowns. Now, she could have been improving it, but, you know, every time I, I see her, like, uh, training footage and stuff, it's always working on her boxing, working on her hands. Anyways, we'll see. Um, like Mackenzie, I like the tornado, but Dern gets back to the winner. It's possibly. Someone say towards my knockout. I mean, anything can happen, you know? Anything can happen in the fight. Honestly, I don't, I, I, I don't discount any prediction anymore. I've seen so much crazy shit in the sport, Marcel, where I'm like, I guess it's possible. Like, sometimes I'm like, ah, I don't see it, but, you know, We'll see. I mean, I don't think she has any power. I'll say that right now, you know. But um, Dern has been dropped. Uh, what's her name? That girl dropped her in her first fight, Marcel. Uh, this, Yo you Ashley mean, Yoder? Yeah, Ashley Yoder dropped her. So I mean, I, I, awesome. I was thinking Cooper, but yeah, Yoder. Big straw weight gets out of weight. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. That, that's what it comes down to. Hey, Big J, what's up, man? How's it going? Close can be an Adam weight. Dern much bigger. I agree. I think we all agree. I mean, Dern could fight at 125 and the other girl could fight at 105, right? It's, it's very possible. So. I understand what you guys are saying. I think the concern is fair. Tori's definitely a better stand fighter. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I think. This dude, her she's super fast. Her footwork's incredible. Put on a lot of muscle. She looks like a tank, dude. Like she looks like an absolute tank. Like I said, that camp. Oh, there's a punchy bag. And a few good strikers. I think she's decent, but like you know, even Janda Robo was was you know beating her pretty good. My boy RT, what's up, Art? How's it going? This guy's great follow on Twitter as well. Always posting his plays. Very good, good, better. Tori's by decision. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking too, man. Um, Torres never been sub. Yeah, only a draw to take uh, Torres down, so it wasn't easy. Yeah, it took her down a lot, but it was like she kept getting back up. So, when is Torres fought a high level grappler like Dern? I mean, here's the thing like, Dern's a great submission artist, but the wrestling's not there. So, that's the thing like, grappler is such a you know, broad term sometimes, you know what I mean? Like, because it could be like a submission fighter or a wrestler or someone's both, like a Khabib who's good at both, but. With Dern, I think she's a great submission artist, but I don't know if she's a great like. I don't like, remember the fight with Rebus. She's the one who got grinded out for three rounds. Remember that fight? Like, yeah, I don't but she, I, I don't Marcel, but when did she ever like out wrestle someone for three rounds? I, I know, but fight. you know what it is, man. I think the size will be a huge advantage. I, I'm really surprised so many people taking Torres here, man. I'm not gonna lie. She's fast. She's she's uh, good good striking. I think that's what it comes down to, Marcel. She can evade the takedown. She'll win the fight on decision. That's what I think, but we'll see. I like to disagree on this one. Again, the, the odds are minus 110. If we all were like picking the same person, that wouldn't make no sense. Yeah, yeah. We don't want groupthink here, guys. We all want people to have their own opinions, you know? Me and Marcel, yeah, we watch the sport. So do you guys. You know, we have our opinions about it. But we can't always agree. And I really don't like when everyone always agrees. It makes me really worried, actually, to be honest with you. I like it better that we're kind of uh, – um, some hit and miss here, which is good. All right, let's go to the next fight, guys. I think we're, you know, we're good on this one. Uh, the last three fights in the card are obviously huge favorites here, guys. Go to the next one here. We got Hamzat Tremayev against Gilbert Burns. And this fight, I mean, it's going to be an interesting one. Minus 550, Hamzat, plus 425, Gilbert Burns. We get your thoughts on this one, Marcel. Who do you think uh, wins this one, man? The odds are obviously steep, but uh, are they justified? What are your thoughts? Honestly, I hate the line for this one, man. I think it's disrespectful to Burns. But on the other side, yeah, I, I, I feel like Chimaev is going to win the fight for the simple reason that I think he will be really strong against Burns. You know, I know Burns... Has great jiu-jitsu, obviously, 
but I think um, I think Chimaev will overpower him. And people think Chimaev wants to keep it standing. I think he takes him down, to be honest, you know. And I think he will he, he try he will try to uh, to ground and pound him. I don't think he will go for a submission in this one because it would be stupid. I think against Burns, you uh, you're gonna how do you say that? Uh, gonna uh, you you use your you're gonna use uh, a technique that might not stop Gilbert Burns because he's really good on the ground. And you might go for some ground and pound, you know. So, um, is there a way for Burns to win? Yeah, I think there is definitely. You know, as long as the fight goes, I I think Burns will probably has more chance. But it's also just a little bit of a guess because we haven't seen Chimaev coming out of the in the third round, you know what I mean? We saw him going a second round against Phillips and it was total domination still. So, um, yeah, obviously a huge gap in, in, in level between uh, the guys he fought so far. Um, I'm still going Chimaev TKO first round with ground and pound, man. And that's no disrespect to Burns because I really like Burns. But that's the way I feel it will go and that's what I pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you guys. I mean, listen, the odds are high, but it is the thing. There's a lot of confusion. I see a lot of people there, a lot of journalists, especially these. Oh, the odds makers are being so disrespectful. It's not the odds makers, guys. It's people betting on. It's the betting public. The odds mm -hmm. open at minus 110 each. That is what bet online opened this fight as. They opened as a pick, which was a bad line, obviously. I know who the odds maker is. He's a really good guy, but he opened a bad line. Let's be honest. It should have been like minus 300. Now it's minus 500, you know? I get it though. I get it, Marcel, because I think this guy's just incredible. You know, like he really does seem like the best fighter, in the, like one of the best fighters in the division right now. I mean, we talked about Marcel. I mean, if anyone's going to give Usman a problem, it's this guy. Now, this is a really good test for him, right? Burns is super, you know, good. He's just a really good fighter. I mean, he's looked amazing at welterweight, other than the fight with, with Usman, where he did actually uh, hurt Usman in the first round. You know, he's looked incredible, but you know, I still look at that fight with Usman. He gets knocked out. I look at the fight with Dan Hill, he got knocked out. I look at Kansas as a guy that's just. Huge puncher. We saw him rock out Mirshaw with one punch. The ground and pound's ferocious. The gas tank's insane. How could you pick against the guy? You can't. So the odds make – they actually – as crazy as they seem, they make sense to me, Marcel, which is nuts. And I feel good about him here. I mean, who, no one wants to lay minus 500 on straight on anyone, so you're going to have to parlay him probably. But the way to go here is to look at a prop, and I think he knocks him out, Marcel. So I'm with you. Kamaya by – or Burns um, – sorry. Kamaya by knockout – Guys, I'm seeing plus 160 out there. I mean, that's that to me seems like a decent play. You know, Marcel, plus 160 mm -hmm. by knockout. Uh, different depends on the book. Some books have it plus 110, but I think he, or even uh, one side of distance is minus two, 220. I don't think he submits Gilbert Burns. I mean, it's, it's it's possible, I guess. Like, I don't I don't see it happening. I mean, Burns is, I think he's been subbed, but no, he's never been subbed, right? Like, I mean, he's an amazing black belt too. So. But I just think Kamayev overpowers him, takes him down, beats the crap out of him. I hate to say it. I love Gilbert Burns. He's such a yeah. good fighter, but I hate the matchup for him, honestly, Marcel. Give me your thoughts. Yeah, I feel like uh, Chimaev is not going to even try to submit him. I think he's just going to try to ground and pound him. I don't think yeah. he will take, he will put any, any energy in that because he knows Burns' specialty is being on the ground and, and Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, you know? So why would he play into that specialty and have the chance that Burns can defend the positions, you know what I mean? So yeah. that that's what I expect. By the way, I see a, I see a comment from Andrew Doherty where he says Burns via flying Omar Plata <laughs> in the round three. If that's the case, dude, you can do the show on Monday next week. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> You're going to take Marcel's spot. Actually, I'll take my spot too. You can just do it by yourself. <laughs> Better than us. Let's get these comments. Wars in the first or second round. I think so too. Those are those props are live, I think. Because I think he ends it. Yeah, Kamai, I agree. I finish. 
I don't think he subs him, man. I think he knocks him out. Kamaya by knockout. Yep, I agree. Yeah, I agree completely, man. I really do. By the way, you saw that clip with Brian Stan floating around. They were talking about him from five years ago. How crazy is that? Eh? Brian knew about how good this guy was. They are, but not really. Like, I get it. Like, I just understand. People are just parlaying him, dude. They're like, this guy's an easy pick, and they're throwing in their parlays. And that's and you're, like, I think Glenn's the one who mentioned this a few weeks ago. Like, all the new American betters, they're all parlaying these guys now. You start with Askov. Now, that's what I'm saying. Are all these huge favorites going to win? I don't know. Marcel, we were talking about, like, is Gary the guy who loses? Like, we're not sure. But I, I don't know if all four of them win. Because I know a lot of people are just going to parlay all four. You can get, like, plus money. Like It's like plus 110 or something if you parlay four big favorites. It's a square play, but it could win. But it's just like you have to get four right just to get even money. I'd rather just look at some of the guys that are even money or you know, early on the card. So, anyways, uh, I feel like Hamza will start Gilbert. Yeah, like a near shark. I think so too. Um, I think this surprises me about this is a huge reach in size that Kamza have. I know Burns it used to be a lightweight. Kamza used to be a middleweight. That's a, we got to talk about that too. The size, right, Marcel? Like that's a bigger spread than the other one. This is a thirty pound difference, Marcel. You know what I mean? Because the welterweight class is one seventy, not. Um, you know, there's there's not that 165 in between. What else we got? Kamaev's best fighter since Young John Jones. I mean, Young John Jones was the best fighter I've ever seen for sure. I agree. The guy who beat uh, Brandon Vera when he smashed his face in. Um, the guy who you know submitted Machida and destroyed all the guy who smashed. So that guy was that year that 2011. That John Jones was amazing. He was the best fighter in the world uh, for sure. I, if you bring up that Vera fight, I still have to think about the pre. Uh, the pre-fight uh, interview where Farrah was laughing and he was like, let's see if the hype is real. Went for Brisbane, meant he broke where he steps in the cage. Yeah, maybe. Canadians only really take one shot in the UFC career. Yeah, I know. One punch by John uh, John Phillips. I think it was a jab, if I'm not mistaken. I also don't think this is a bad play if you really like uh, Kamaev as a future play, plus 130 against Usman, because we talked about this more so. Um, we both think he has the best chance. I think we all agree. I mean, the guy's special. beginning of the year, right? We talked, yeah, about we talked about in the first podcast of the year. All right, let's go to the co main event, Marcel. Yeah, Algermain Sterling versus Peter Yon, too. I mean, the last fight last year, we both, I think we both picked Yon. I bet on Yon. That was the worst, I think that was the worst bad beat in MMA history, I think, because he was well on his way to win and then pulls off a DQ. It's not like he was losing the fight and then DQ. You know what I mean? Like, I think that was such a bad beat, anyways. Hopefully, that doesn't happen again. Looking at the odds right now, minus 475, Peter Yon, plus 350, Algerian Sterling. Who do you think wins the rematch, man? Um, You know, the thing is, I like both guys, but I am really hated the heel, the kind of heel turn Algerian took after that Yon fight, man. It's just annoying to me, you know? Yeah. And he is like, I don't care about fans. Uh, uh, I'm like, dude, you know how it works in the UFC. If you don't have enough backing, you don't make a lot of money. You know what I mean? So, but I care about popularity. But um, I mean, the, the funny thing is, actually, I know many people were against Jan and 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 pro Sterling going into that first fight. Yeah. You know, yeah. And like I have the feeling like eighty five percent of those people completely turned and are now pro Jan, while Jan actually made the mistake in that fight. You know, yeah. but just Alju kind of overplayed it. You know, and definitely not. I don't even say that he shouldn't have stopped at that moment in the first fight, but he overplayed it. After the fight, you know what I mean? The post-fight antics, all that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, for me, I think Piotr Jan is the best guy in the Bantamweight division. That, that That's my opinion, you know. I also think he destroys TJ Dillashaw. I know many people disagree with me, but I think he will. True, but TJ doesn't deserve it, in my opinion, but still. Um, 
yeah, Piotr Jan's going to win. Will he finish Sterling? I don't know for sure. But uh, if I saw the first fight, and I know Aljo said he was injured and he wasn't 100% in that fight. But still, I'm, I'm going with Piotr Jan, and I'm going with a TKO in the fourth round, I think. Yeah, this is an interesting fight, man. Like I said, that last one, that was brutal last year. I mean, I, I, had, a, I had a nice bet on him and had like all my DraftKings teams, and it just got that night just went to shit because of that stupid knee. I don't think that'll happen again. You know, I, I'd be surprised if that happened again. It'd be the imagine he loses by DQ again. By the way, I saw someone tweet this out. It's like plus three thousand five hundred for Aldo <laughs> to win by the DQ again. So I mean, imagine. please, I hope that doesn't happen. It's interesting. It's just it's interesting that you know they're going to fight again because they have the information on each other now. Like they did, they did fight. And I'll, I'll to be honest, like Sterling looked great in that first round, but you know gets dropped at the end of it. Marcel in the first fight. Loses the round. Second round, you know, he did okay. Third round, he lost. Fourth round, he was about to get probably finished. He could make adjustments, though, you know, because, again, they have fought. He's had over a year now to plan for this rematch, you know. And I, I do think he's probably, you know, really studied th that first fight a lot. And his team's been studying it to make the adjustments. But I think Peter Yong can make the adjustments with him. And Yong is one of these guys that makes great adjustments every fight. Mm -hmm. You know, and since the, since that first fight, you know, Aljo hasn't fought. He had the neck surgery. Peter did have a war with Tanningham, but my God, what a fight that was. And he looked amazing in that fight. So I, I'll i tell you right now, there's, there's there's no real value anymore. That's the problem. Because the first fight, guys, I think I bet on him at minus 115. I was like, man, this is a steal. <laughs> it didn't turn out to be, but it seemed like it. Now he's minus 475. So I just don't know if the value's there. And it kind of reminds me of Askarov last week. Remember I was telling you guys, like, minus 150 against Benavides. Minus 150 against Tim Elliott. Minus four, 500 against uh, Kai Kira France. Sometimes the value is just lost. Don't need to force to play. I understand people are in a parlay. I get it. But, you know, I'm looking more at a prop problem or so. Mm -hmm. I think he finishes him this time. I think he's going to he's gonna put the the uh, this rivalry to, to wrestle the knockout. Did you pick knockout or decision? Yeah, TKO run four. So, yeah. Plus 170. So I think that's something to look at. I, I, I think that's a decent play because I think he finishes him, guys. Or even under. The fight doesn't go... The fight doesn't go the distance, so either guy gets a finish, which protects you in case Aljo does get a finish, or a DQ even, plus 100. So that's not bad as well. But I'm pretty sure Jan's going to finish him this time. I feel decent about him here. You know, Let me get these comments, guys. Jan took everything Sterling had in there in the first fight, went to war, saying proves the guy. He's amazing. I, I think Jan, I've said this for a few years, Marcel, top three pound for pound. You know, He's just so good. He's amazing. He he, he doesn't really have any weaknesses, right? Like, what? where's his weakness, really? I, I know, like... He's been like at times out volume by like Jim Rivera, even Sterling in the first round, but he has that fight changing power I talked about before. Mm -hmm. Just the knockout power is incredible. The bet has been set, ladies and gentlemen. During by sub, Kamaya by finish within two rounds. Jan finished in third and fourth round, both rounds be a knockout. Wish me luck, 20 bucks. <laughs> Good luck, bud. I mean, this, it's a long shot, but you know, you never know. It's MMA. I, I think anything can happen. Sterling, that's what I'm saying. I, I can't do it, but imagine that win. <laughs> oh, my God. Your boy Beertra says uh, Jan's the most well-rounded fighter along with Valentina. They're, they're both up there. And I also think Usman obviously is up there. So, and, and Volkanovski. Uh, Sterling has to win fast. Yeah, I know. The cardio did fa fail, which surprised me a little bit. Hey, Marcus, what's up, man? What just do you think still needs to need to have a chance to be Jan? Well, first off, I think he doesn't need to go for broken that first round. I think he definitely gassed himself a little bit going, uh, you know, for all the striking and all the takedown attempts that were failed. And that's the thing. Yano wrestled him in the first fight, too. So, like, I just wonder mm -hmm. how would Sterling win? I guess we'd have to volume, like, kind of like he did Pedro Munoz in that fight, which surprised me how good he looked. Remember that fight, Marcel? Yeah, for amazing sure. amazing in that fight, right? That's how he would win. But I just feel like that was the best performance, probably. Or, or actually, the Sanhei when we watched her in a minute. 
I just don't really see him getting like Jan's back. Jan is such a good grappler himself. Got to go with Jan, man. No, he has to win. If Jan, so can win. I kind of agree with this. I think this guy's right. If he doesn't spam the takedowns and then tries to win a volume, that's the way to win, like the Munoz fight. I'm kind of with you. So, anyways, I'm just seeing some other comments. You guys have some interesting ones. Jan under – possibly. I, I think I would just go with Jan by Nako instead. Jan and, and Volk would love to finish late. I think so, too. Um, you guys think Volk has to be – oh, we'll talk about one in a second. Uh Striking defense is the one issue. You're right. Because even the last fight, I'm just looking at the stats. 169 strikes landed against him. It's not good, but took the shots, kept coming. And again, he's the one who lands the harder shots. You know, if you can land two shots at him, but he can land one on you, Marcel, and land a much harder shot and put you down, you know? So I'm looking forward to the rematch. I will say that, you know, because I think you're going to finally put this rivalry to rest. Uh, I think. I'll say this. Like, it'd be interesting, though, if, you know, they could always do a trilogy fight down the road because he does have that technique, that first win. But we'll see what happens. All right, guys. Last fight of the card, Marcel. Alexander Volkanovsky versus Chan Sung Jung, the Korean zombie. Minus 700 to minus 900. I'm looking I'm looking at the lines. So you're seeing basically 7 to, or to 9 to 1 favorite. We'll see. We'll, we'll go with the DraftKings line. Minus 700 plus 500 Chan Sung Jung. So one of the, the biggest line in the card, obviously. Um, and Marcel, give me your thoughts on the main event of UFC 223, Volkanovski versus Chan Sung Jung. Yeah, man, I feel like the UFC, uh, listen, man, I like it for Chan Sung Jung getting the, the, the second chance for a belt. UFC kind of made a mistake, man. You know, they uh, they should have booked the fourth fight with Holloway. And uh, he didn't. they didn't know if he was cleared early enough, but he got cleared, so they shouldn't have changed it. But they probably wanted because they wanted to do some advertising for the fight card, right, in Jacksonville, so they had to do it. Um, yeah, man, I mean, I like the Korean zombie, but can we really pick him after we saw the fight against Ortega? And I know he got a win against Dan Ige, a decision win, a good win, you know. But, uh, man, I feel like Korean Zombie is a great fighter, but I feel like Volkanovski is so complete, you know. He's such a good good fighter. Definitely stand-up is good. His ground game is good. I think his defense, man. How many people would have tapped on that Ortega guillotine, you know? So, yeah, yeah I mean, I honestly going with Volkanovski. The toughness of Korean Zombie might save him in this fight from getting finished, so I'm going with a decision win. But I think Volkanovski probably wins 50-45 on all scorecards here. I think it's either Volk wins a clear decision or he gets knocked out. I think that's the only two ways this fight goes. That's I, I don't think anything else happens in this fight. I put the odds of a Volk winning decision probably like you know eighty to ninety percent. I think of the time he probably wins a decision here, but there's always that ten percent chance he gets knocked out. It's MMA yeah, guys. Sure. I'm not going to discount this guy not winning the fight by knocker. I think it's possible. He's a great fighter, man. He really is, hmm. and he also got great submissions. I just don't think this fight's going to the ground. I think it was going to stay standing. I mean, you look at his resume, it's insane. I mean, the amount of knockouts he has, the, the people he's beaten, it's incredible. Like, he's such a great fighter. I think he, I think this line is, is crazy, to be honest with you guys, because I think Jung has a little bit of a chance. But at the same time, I mean, how do you bet against Volk? I mean, he's lost, he's won 20 straight fights in a row. He hasn't lost in the UFC. His, his resume is insane at this point. Aldo Holloway, I saw both those fights, by the way. I saw Aldo in Brazil when he beat him and the Holloway fight in, in the first one in Vegas, where I was like, damn, he won. I thought he won 50 45 the first time in the first fight. I don't think he won the rematch, but he technically won on the judges' scorecard and then picks up the win over Ortega. Just like he hasn't shown any weaknesses, Marcel. That's the thing. Like, I know that Chad Mendes dropped him. You know, that's the one thing, I guess. You never know, right? But, I mean, other than getting zombie clipping him, I don't think he wins. I just, I, the, it's that Ortega fight, right, Marcel? It's that Ortega fight because he just got 
just owned by Ortega on the feet, which really surprised me. And he did beat Ige, but he kind of like out wrestled him. It wasn't uh, a striking based fight. I don't think he gets Volk down. Volk's got really good takedown defense. He's a strong dude, great striker. The volume's insane. Great chin, great heart, everything. It's 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 so hard to pick against Volkanovski. You know, it really is Marcel. I'm just saying, like, I think there's yeah. a slight chance that Zombie could land a knockout. That's all I'm saying. It wouldn't shock me if we're talking Monday how he gets the knockout. That's all I'm saying. It <laughs> possible, man. It's, it's, it's it possible. But I think, by probably, the way, I, th- I think he's probably going to be Volkanovski by decision. That's what I'm going to have to pick. My apo- my apologies. I said fourth fight with Holloway. I mean third, obviously. No problem. No problem. Let me just get some of these comments, guys. Joe by you know, Volk by decision. So I kind of agree with this, and, and that's plus money, plus 120. Him by decision is just like minus 130, but plus 120 by unanimous decision. Now you have to count the judges to get it right, but that's what I think happens. I think he wins probably the four or five rounds. Like I, I think he wins a unanimous decision too. So that's what I'm thinking. I don't think it's a terrible play. Jung by knockout. What's Jung by knockout? I got a little check because I think that's the way he'd win, Marcel. Mm-hmm. It is uh, plus 1,200. So if you want to take a bet. <laughs> it's not, it's not a bad bet. I don't think it's a bad bet, honestly, because yeah. he's got a realistic chance to knock him out. I'm not going to anyone. I can see John Clayton Volk that rear upgrade that Max did. Possible, man. Max next in line. I think he is. I think he's next in line. Volk is the finish. Yeah, that's the thing. This could bite could be a war, right? And, mm-hmm. and you know, Zombies, he's been finished, obviously, before. Finished Zombie couldn't know Ortega was going to fight like that. I mean, that was so surprising, that fight, man. Volkanovski's going to beat TKZ. Hope the guys respect he deserves. He is such a great fighter, man. He really is good. He, Most he will never get the respect unless he fights for the third time against Max and wins. So that sucks because yeah. I think he deserves respect, but I think they like, the like, I think they like hardcore fans know he's really good, but you're right. Yeah. Like the casual fan remembers that second fight and they have a bitter taste in their mouth because honestly, Holloway probably should have won that fight. Um, Zombie could finish club and so maybe, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't, it wouldn't completely shock me, man. I like this float on top. I love that term floating in MMA and, and jiu-jitsu. It's a great term. Brian Stan said it once in, during a fight. I was like, man, I got to use this term. Praying for a zombie fluke so you can fight Max. Man, that fight would be crazy. Flash knockout. I mean, he really is a good chin. The one loss he has early in his career, he got knocked out by some guy in Australia. So you never know. But praying for a zombie fl- Or sorry, best matchup for folks to beat. To beat? Yeah, that'd be interesting. Love uh, Baxter's folks three. It'd be good. Between Burns, Sterling's on the dog. I'm going to go with Zombie. It's crazy, right? The odds are the biggest. But you know what's crazy? I think we both feel good about Kamzat, though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I feel most confident about, which is crazy because he has, like, what, four fights on the UFC? But I think Zombie, man, all the, he has so much experience. He's fought for the belt. Like, this, he's not a young guy. He's, you know, he's, 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 this is his last chance. If Zombie loses his fight, he won't get another title shot. Yeah, it's so. true. Right. Okay, tape on take a 2.0 prep for PZ. Yeah, it's true. It's true. This guy's saying Zombie's a live dog. I kind of think so. But, it's just like it's really hard to like. I can't. I can't. I, you guys are gonna think I'm nuts if I pick them, right? Like I can't do it. Like because like I see what you guys see. We all see. We all see Volkanovski is such a complete guy without many weaknesses. I mean, he could have been submitted, I guess, the last fight, but he didn't. And the fact that he got out of that guillotine, my god, I, I just I can't imagine what it would take to actually submit this guy. You know what I mean? Mercy, like you'd have to put him to sleep. So yeah, I'd rag. I, I see what you're saying. I agree with you. I think he is the live dog too. Anyways. Wow, that was interesting, Marcel. So overall, I mean, man, that's a, a fun card to break down, guys. We went, we went over time today. It's okay, though. Um, wanted to give you guys a good show. Uh, Marcel, I mean, there's one other thing you want to talk about. We'll get out of here. Oh, yeah. That uh, that Pena uh, Ro- Ro- Rousey thing, all right? I mean, 
why are people so upset with it? You know, you all know that Pena was a teammate on Misha Tate's team on the Ultimate Fighter against Rousey. She's been a longtime friend of Misha Tate. Um, obviously, she didn't like Rousey from the start. I remember some interviews, and also Rousey has always been the most friendly person, you know. So there is some kind of a she said there's no beef, but they don't really like each other, you know. And people are going full like, oh, how dare she says that without Ronda? There would have never been women in the UFC. Is that on Ronda or is that on Dana? You know what I mean? Because I was watching women, women MMA when Cyborg was on top or Carano was on top or Marlus Kunin was there already, you know? And because Dana had the love for Rousey and they, they went to the UFC, it's kind of a different thing. And I mean, do I fully agree with what Pena says? No, not particularly. But I don't get outraged on Twitter like many of some people do. Like, what the hell, dude? I mean, it's 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 like just an opinion of a person, you know? She don't have to agree with you. You don't have to agree with her, you know? But people love to get outraged and that kind of stuff. And even fighters gonna get got to get involved in it. Like... What what's the deal? You know what I mean? She gave her she she got to ask a question. She gave her opinion. What's the deal? I don't know what's the deal. Yeah. You know? Yeah, well, that's fair. I, I'm with you. I mean, I, I personally, I just think she just she did what she wanted to do. She wanted to get her name in the media again, and it worked. She's not fighting right now, but she got her name in the media again because everyone's talking about this. Ronda's not even an MMA fighter anymore. I don't think she's worth being relevant at, at mm-hmm. this point. You know, she obviously did a lot for the sport, but at this point, she's on them. She's a professional wrestler. And I don't watch wrestling, by the way. I don't watch pro wrestling. I watch it on the I think there's a lot of people in MMA media that are really forcing pro wrestling on, on May fans, which is really just weird to me because yeah, there's not well, as big of a crossover as people are saying. It really, it's it really just isn't. Super stupid, fighters, man. I mean, if you want. Yeah, sorry if I'm interrupting you. No, man, no, go ahead. It's go ahead. like. If you like it, it's okay. You know, yeah. it's no problem to me. But stop putting that on my feet. Like I've seen a lot of like watch. MMA yeah. websites covering them. The yeah, it's just I know weird. there was WrestleMania or something, but I don't. I think you got to. There's a huge. It's like I don't agree with it, man. I'm just saying that right now because I think MMA deserves to be covered a little bit more. You know, by people that are oh, it, even paid to do it. It even bothers me more when there's an actual MMA event on, and these MMA journalists are tweeting about WWE. Or yeah, I know, I saw that too. But you know what? Don't even worry about it, Marcel. Don't let it get you. All right, let's no, get these I'm comments. Not re- I'm not replying to it. Let's get these comments. We're gonna get out of here, guys. Wow, we went way over today. It's okay. I'm right. still waiting for the uh, the misses to come home, so I had more time to hang out with you guys. It's not too bad. You guys explain what international fight was. I'll answer this really quick, man. We gotta get out of here, though. Um, basically, it's like they do it once a year in Vegas, uh, first week of July. They have like. Uh, one or two cards usually, and and they have like autograph signings, fan expo. It's it's fun, but usually they have a huge card, right? So you get the everything. Hall of Fame inductees. Yeah, there will not a Hall of Fame be announced on Saturday. So yeah, yeah. Let me get these comments, guys. Rudy says, "Great show, thanks, buddy." Ray uh, Raw Torque said the same thing. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Marcus says, "Zombie versus Yair, dude." I bet on Yair. I wait till the last second to win that bet. Holy crap, that was insane. That was insane. All right, what's up, man? Thanks so much, buddy. Payne has won me over since winning the belt. Yeah, she's interesting. Marcus uh, Mustard, good watching your free content. You're welcome, buddy. Guys, I follow you on Twitter. Always love talking fights. Thanks, bud. Appreciate Thanks. that as well. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for the uh, the, the uh, kind words. Really appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. All right. Uh, no worries, man. No worries. Let's get out of here, Marcel. I'm like, I can't <laughs> talk anymore. <laughs> Plug your stuff. Let's go. Uh, Big Marcel24, Twitter, Instagram, and Eurosport.nl, Mixed Martial Arts section, where you can write the where you can read the articles. Follow me on Twitter at Martin Podcast. This one's at MMAOddsbreaker.com. It's on our iTunes, uh, Spotify, Marcel. I saw you tweet. Someone was asking about that today, which is awesome. 
Um, YouTube, obviously, guys, uh, appreciate everyone joining in. We had, you know, good viewership, better viewership. I mean, listen, we're still one of the, the smaller shows, but we're, we have, we're on a huge website. We're doing, we're doing as much as you can with the smaller website. I'll tell you right now, I, I, I actually enjoy the, the challenge sometimes, Marcel, of, of, of doing this myself and not having a huge, like, outlet backing. You know what I mean, Marcel? Like, it's, it's really great. It shows that people do respect our opinions, and I appreciate that, guys. So thank you so much. I'm also at uh, MyMainNews.com. got some news articles up there as well, guys, today. Alex Perea is really interesting, talking about his uh, battle with alcoholism. Very interesting article, so check that out. Uh, plug uh, plug uh, Eric Caldwell there. The guy just got an award for, like, the best regional MMA guy, so he's great. Um, he's awesome. Yeah, he's a great guy. And then uh, the other thing I was going to mention, bookies.com. That's my, that's my main full-time job. You know, I left uh, basically – my full-time job at BJ Penn for this job. And, and I really love this new company I'm working for. It's a very good company. Um, so sports betting is my thing. I love doing the news too, but sports betting is my thing. I'm so glad I'm able to do it for, for full-time now, Marcel. It's so good, man. Like all my best bets article, bookies.com up probably tomorrow, guys. So look for that. Have a great weekend, everyone. Be back Monday and we'll see what happens at UFC 273. Enjoy the card. Peace.